This is yeah. a shopping centre. These exactly. are offices. Um, so yes, yeah, so we can touch Mixed on Mixed zone, commercial, resi or... Um, yeah, yeah, not so much the zoning, but just different types of commercial. Yeah. Then you're starting to deep dive. We probably yeah. won't deep dive too exactly. much. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, people want to ask questions after your podcast, yeah. come back to you, yeah. line up a list of questions yeah. or whatever. Um, and then... You know, we can do another session. That's it. I reckon it'll be I'm up for a free lunch, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. We are done. Hang on. I'll uh, get your branding around there for you, Jazzy. <laughs> All right. I'm excited about this one. We've got Robert Renner from Commercial Real Estate Group from Eview. It's going to be an exciting one today. Let's chat about commercial real estate. Robert, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jazz. Thank you for having me. It's Mate. been a while. You keep asking me. <laughs> <laughs> you finally held me down. <laughs> Mate, you are the go-to person for commercial real estate. Thank Whoever you. asks me, yes. the one phone call I get from anyone, yep. asking about commercial, I just stop them there yep. and say, hang on a second, before you ask further... That's the phone number. <laughs> you need to, to speak to Robert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. And look, I take those calls. Thank you very much. I help those clients where I can. Yes. Um, Sam is obviously just, you know, knowledge and picking my brain, yeah. which is good. I'm, I'm okay with that. Exactly. You know, happy for you to hand out my number. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <You know? laughs> always good. And you can hand it out after this too. Yeah, exactly. Um, but always just happy. I'm just passionate about, you know, the industry um what what the industry mm. has done over i guess the last you know 10 odd years yeah. and where where it's gonna hopefully go exactly um and like you man i just love property there you go, there you go. <laughs> that's why i got into real estate which is going to be a Let, question let's talk about that let's yep. talk about that who's robert renner yep what company you own yep and then why commercial <laughs> sure just <laughs> just, just give us here. everything about <laughs> yeah, yourself just give you everything just give us everything sure um so i started my career in queensland uh-huh so I'm ex-Queensland. I l used to live in right. Queensland. I That's why you holiday a lot there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why you always see photos of me in Queensland. So, um, so I'm a, originally a Queenslander, moved to Victoria to further my career yep. in the entertainment industry. Uh -huh. We won't touch that at all yep, okay. <laughs> today. Um, I met my wife, had yep. kids, and my family's here. At one stage, I decided, okay, I want to pick everyone up and, yep. and uh, change of career. I was in marketing and sales. Gotcha. Got into real estate in Queensland. The market was basically um, losing 30% of the okay. industry. 30% gotcha. of real estate agents were getting out. Oh, wow. I was getting in. I sat in the um, REIQ uh, office and you know, there's a big room, massive room. And, <laughs> you know, here I am all excited to get into real estate. Yeah. I'm thinking, where are all these people? And it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now, there's about five people at the initially when we right. first started the course. When I finished the course, it was three of us. So, yeah, so I got into real estate then. I did what you did. Uh -huh. uh, went into residential real estate. Yep. Worked for a large organisation. Right. Um, was working seven days a week, just smashing it out. Yeah, wow. Um, doing quite well. The director loved me. Killing I'm the sure area. Working seven days, you would love you. Would <laughs> love you. <laughs> Back then, I had to because I had young kids. Yeah. Uh, lived on the Gold Coast, which is you know the the best part of the world, I yeah. believe. And uh, yeah, just was was killing it. And then nice. seven days a week. Come Valentine's Day it was, we're just having, you know, a nice lunch with right. family and friends. I get a phone call, want to make an offer on a property. Right. Uh, I said, I'm sorry, I've got to go. Ran the deal till about 10 o'clock at night because I had to go back and get another signature. Right. Fell over three days later and went, oh, crap. This, you know, here I am working seven days a week 
in resi yeah. and all of a sudden the same company I worked for an opportunity came up with these uh, commercial agents went gotcha. these guys don't work very hard <laughs> 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 they don't work on weekends so like I had two young are you kids. telling me to change over no, I'm not, there's commercial? no coaching here whatsoever <laughs> please actually you might have to disregard that I might get all these people wanting to come in a commercial from an agency's point of view yeah um, so yeah I saw that and I just had young kids and I just want to spend more time with them yeah. and the, the um, company I work for was like nah you, you're killing it why would you you got to yeah. start again. You, you, you're going to go back to square one. It's going to take you three times as long yeah. and so forth, which is, which is what I decided to do. Yeah. So I said, you know what? I, my family come first. I want to spend my time on the weekends with my kids. I yeah. want to see them grow up. Um, so that's basically what I do. So I still answer my phone. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do as many inspections as you guys yeah. on the weekends. I do them when I can. Yeah. Um, but really between sort of Monday to Friday from an agent's point of view, yeah. we kill it. Like I'm, I'm in the office from seven o'clock in the morning until yeah, late. I know how so. hard you work. <laughs> I know you work. So that's kind of me as a real estate agent. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I got into commercial. Um, and yeah, worked in the Gold Coast and so forth. And then nice. one day my wife said, um, I want to go home, see the family again in Victoria. And <laughs> here I am, man, I'm back here. So back here. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. And, and how was your journey in Victoria? Um, moving into real estate here. Yeah. Um, well, it's a, a bit of a tough one initially, yeah. I guess. So. Um, so when I came back here, I couldn't actually get a job yeah. as a commercial agent. Oh, wow. uh, I, okay. I tried everywhere to get a job. I added chocolate to my resume. I door knocked, wow. you know, uh, looking for a job. I, I went and door knocked. So you actually these. added chocolate? Yeah, too. Yeah, and said, you know, please take a break, you know, eat my Kit chocolate. <laughs> yeah, it was like <laughs> it was a Kit Kat. Kit Kat? <laughs> I think it was Kit Kat. <laughs> um, I added chocolate to it and said, please take a break. When you get a chance, read through my resume. We'd love yeah, an opportunity nice. to, to, you know, have an interview. Yeah. And I couldn't get past the front Jeez. door. Couldn't get past. You reckon they've eaten your Kit Kats? Uh, probably <laughs> not. <laughs> so no one had given me a job and I finally scored a job. And yeah. then, um, yeah, worked for the company for some time and then, um, I just at one stage just decided uh, I want to go out on my own. Yeah. Went away on a, a little bit of a holiday and made the choice and went out on my own. And I guess the rest is history. So you now you're part of the family of the yeah, group. Yeah, yeah well, there you go. I went out on my own, have, had my own agency. Okay. Um, started out as just, just myself yeah. and then sort of grew the team from there. Yeah. Then I had this sort of crazy idea <laughs> as a real estate agent is everyone would like to just, you know, pick my brain, have a coffee yeah. with me and so forth. And I decided to put a cafe at okay. the front of my real estate agency. And the, it's wow. still there today in Bulleen, right? Wow. Um, so I put this cafe and it's only sort of a small cafe. You're a so cafepreneur as well. Yeah, not, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it started as a small cafe. Yeah. You could come down, have a coffee with me, you know, a cake. And then sort of, you, you know, my agency is at the back through a glass window. And yeah. you could literally see me working. But wow. as I got my coffee guy involved, it sort of got a bigger cafe, a bigger cafe. My, my office and my desk got smaller <laughs> and smaller. And um, yeah, so... But then all yeah. of a sudden, you know... All you needed a desk anyways. Well, I, I, I don't need much at all. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, everyone goes, oh, where's your office? But my office is my car. I, exactly. I travel a lot. Yeah, exactly. You know, I do a lot of Ks. I've done 20,000 Ks in six months. Wow. So I push some Ks out, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, the time's changed. The, the, the shop front, the trends is changing. Yeah, correct. Everything's getting digital. Yeah. If you look at all the training, personal branding, your marketing, everyone's talking about you, Inc., yeah, that's it. So it just, it's just you as a brand. 
Correct. And Correct. you can be anywhere. If you're getting attraction, if you're getting business coming in, and that goes to all the new agents coming into the industry as well. Totally. That you don't have to be with the biggest brand. You don't have to be with the, the most prominent all. locations. Not at all. So long you're good enough, you're old enough in the industry, as good old Tom Pella says. Yes. Um, but just in, from, an, from a real estate yeah. uh, point of view, if any agents are listening, just be yourself. Exactly. You know, if I can give any advice to a real estate agent yeah. that's listening to this, just be yourself. Exactly. You know, don't try and Copy be a jazz. Else. Don't try yeah. and be a rob. Don't, exactly. You know, just, just, just be yeah. yourself. Be honest. Be truthful. Exactly. And, and just do a good job. And know your and craft. And you will succeed. Know your craft. Train hard. That's it. Learn. That's why I don't do resi, man. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't ask me a resi question in this because <laughs> I probably won't be able to answer it. <laughs> oh, no. I'll, I'll, I'll correct you if you're wrong. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> ask me the, all the commercial questions you want, but yeah. resi one, I'll probably struggle. <laughs> it's been too long. <laughs> Let's jump into it commercial. Let's jump yeah, into it. Yeah, sure. Now, the reason we are having this podcast today and this session is because lately uh, I've started receiving a lot of phone calls from our existing landlords. Sure. And a lot of clients out there, I've seen there's a trend, a lot of um, the companies that are, I would say, startups, Yep. they're, they're trying to get into warehouses, yep. they're trying to get into commercial, and of course, people would see others and they follow the trend as well. Sure. And, and we know commercial is actually lucrative if you invest right. Yes. And again, not resi is not that bad. <laughs> but again, there's pros and cons. Uh, legislation, you won't go there, Dan. Uh, I mean, you're gone. <laughs> so uh, let, let's talk about commercial. Sure. Why why commercial is good. Let's talk about that. Okay. Yeah, there's a bit there. All right. So um, I believe commercial is good. Yeah. Um, because it, it offers so much more, yep. I guess. From a re than a residential point. Gotcha. You are dealing with business people. Uh -huh. It is pure numbers. There's no emotion. Right. There's no bathrooms, bedrooms, yeah. that sort of stuff. It is pure numbers and business. Gotcha. I love that because I like to talk business. Mm. I understand business. I understand different types of business. Yeah. So when I'm looking to put a tenant into a client's property, I, I ask them a lot of questions gotcha. about their business. Yeah. I ask them about their business skill. Okay. I ask what, what sort of money's coming where. Oh. I want to see that they're making money. Because right. I need to know for my owners that the tenant is going to be good and survive. Gotcha. It kind of works both ways in commercial. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So some owners agree, and this is going to be a little bit controversial here, but yeah. some owners agree and some will not. Okay. But at the end of the day, it's still a relationship between the owner Correct. and the tenant. Yes. And the tenant must make money exactly. yeah, to pay the rent. Exactly. If the tenant doesn't make money, then they're not going to afford the rent. Exactly. And then you're going to have an issue further down the track. Exactly. So we want to, uh, you know, manage that type of client coming in, gotcha. make sure that they can afford to pay the yep. rent gotcha. and grow within the business. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully the owners, you know, can appreciate that and work with those tenants. And that so goes long term as well. That is purely long term. And that's the beautiful yeah. thing, I guess, about commercial is that it's a long term relationship. Yes. It's not like a residential property. Property. Yeah. It's one year, then another person goes, maybe exactly. six months, you know. And lease breaks. And lease breaks, yeah. <laughs> et cetera. You get it. I, can see, I, I can see <laughs> you sort of already, your face is like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, uh, look, nothing wrong. We do occasionally get yeah, a lease course, break, but we can manage those lease breaks out. Yeah, right? gotcha. Commercially, you're looking at tenants with a two-year, three-year, yeah. five, 10, 15, 20. Wow. Wow. Um, you've always got uh, the lease term, which okay. is generally a three-year lease okay. or a four-year or a five. 
Then you've got what is called options. Mm. And that'll be like a three by three by three by three. Gotcha. But from an investor's point of view or from an owner's point of view, you really only want to look at the least term, the okay. first one, okay. right? Whatever that may be or whatever the agent's telling you. Yep. Again, whether that's a two, three or four. Right. So that's what you base it from. Gotcha. It's good to have the option and the yes. option is, you know, beneficial and hopefully your tenant stays there and for eight years. And then extend the lease, yeah. Yeah, extend yeah, the lease yeah, and yeah. so forth. So it's good. So for eight years, you might have a sit and forget, you know. Yeah investment that could be earning, exactly. you know, a much higher percentage Tenfold, versus, I, <laughs> I don't want to say exact percentages because someone's going to hold me to them. Exactly. Um, so depending on the type of uh, property, yeah. but you will be getting generally a higher percentage versus a residential property. Right. So that's, that's a good thing for commercial. Right. Uh, another good thing for commercial property is you have a residential house, you've got plaster walls, you've yeah. got bathrooms, you've got kitchens, you've got bedrooms, you've got maybe a pool, you've got a dogs that can come in there. <laughs> compliance checks. You got, yeah, exactly. you got compliance checks. We yes, don't really have, you don't have them. Not just yet. They're coming. Yeah, um, but we have tenants that come in and they add value. I'm not saying all of them, but majority will add value. They, may, they may paint the wall. They may put yeah. some floor coverings Rings, down. Yeah. They may bring in gas to the property. Yeah, well. They may upgrade your power board to three-phase power. Right. It could be, you know, they, so they generally will add value some value it. or yeah. hopefully some value. There might be, from an agent's point of view, a little bit of negotiation yeah. in that for, for the owner. Gotcha. But yeah, nine times out of ten, they will add value to exactly. your property versus a residential, I believe, is the opposite, opposite if I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we had someone calling for adding a curtain. Oh, really? <laughs> One curtain. There you go. And the owner's got to do it. <laughs> and can I tell you, we, on a commercial point of view, had the same scenario. Yeah. And guess what? The tenant paid. There so you there go. you go. So there's a difference already between residential yeah. versus commercial. Commercial, there you um, go. And I've got, you know, properties that seriously need some work. Yeah, you know, They gotcha. need a coat of paint. They need some work. Yeah. Um, we can, as a leasing agent, sort of manage that out where right. if the owner doesn't want to okay. or doesn't have the ability to or doesn't want to spend the money um, right. to do that. You know, there's, there could be a number of scenarios yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so we can always negotiate that with potential tenant coming yeah, in. Yeah, okay. The owner may do it. The tenant may do it. Gotcha. Um, it, it, it's all up to negotiation. And that's Makes the sense. one good thing about commercial is I'm a negotiator. That's what I am, really. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Similar to you. And, and, our, and our training is pretty good as well. Uh, let, let's talk about let's talk about more. Let's dive deep into it. Commercial, um, with regards to the leasing, leasing or okay. selling, for an okay. example. Let's stick on one of those topics, and then we can. Yeah, come let's, in. let's yeah, go so through let's selling. Stick, we're on leasing at the Let, moment, let's so go, let's just let's stick go with leasing. leasing. Okay. So, so let's dive a bit off the plan. In. Can you secure a tenant while it's under construction? Yes, we can. Yeah, so that yeah. is that wow. is actually do, um, doable. Um, and I've got some properties which I can chat a bit about later, which okay. is off the plan. Okay. Um, some are getting built, you know, within a couple of months, some right. are within six months, and some are in 12 months. Nice. We can start securing tenants for those properties before you actually settle in yeah. on a property. Depending on the developer, Yes. Okay. again, nine times out of the ten, most developers, commercial developers yeah. are pretty good. Okay. They'll allow it. Um, and again, it, everything's up to negotiation. Yeah, gotcha. So, so that's a, that's an added benefit as well because practically, if you are constructing a residential property, yes, and if it's six months away, yes, it's it's 
it's practically not possible yeah. to secure tenant or do open homes because legislation is different. How you presented the property at the time of inspection must be in the same conditions. Yada yada yada. <laughs> You're hurting my head already. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess with commercial, um, we don't generally get too many tenants that want it six months in advance. Yeah, they're only going to want six months in advance because their business wants that location. Yes, they are correct. looking in that location and they want to secure something in that location, yeah. knowing that that business is going to grow. Gotcha. Um, but you, you, we do deal with a lot of mum and dad family type businesses okay. that, you know, uh, are wanting to start up their business and so gotcha. forth. Um, so, yeah, a little bit on the leasing side of things. Mm. Um, yeah, so you've got tenants that come in for three-year leases with three-year yeah. options. Then you've got in between that increases. Yeah. And those increases could be a CPI. Gotcha. 2%, 3%, 4%. I think it's probably a little bit on the higher side, but some of those owners want those um, percentages. Gotcha. And that's generally for the first uh, term of the lease. Okay. Then after the term, which was the three years, then you've got an option Uh of another three years. Right. Now, between there, you can put what is called a market review in there. Okay. Right? Market review basically states whatever the current market is, Uh that is what the rent, you know, potentially could be. Now, that can work both ways. That can go up and it can also go (laughs) down. (laughs) I've seen it happen, all right? I've been in and around for a while. (laughs) So, yeah, it's not always the case that the rent can go up. Gotcha. We went through a COVID period. Exactly. Obviously, and no one saw this coming. Exactly. Obviously, rents went down, properties went vacant. Yes. Especially in the commercial space. Yes. And, you know, maybe not so much in the residential, but commercial did take a little bit of a hit. Resi, yeah, Resi did affect during COVID for sure. Yeah, sure. Um, People were not leaving the properties. They were not allowed to go out. No, and no one could. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They couldn't do any inspections. Uh, The the only issue which was hurting the landlords and the rental providers, what we call now, sorry, consumer affairs, I'm calling them a landlord. Mm -hmm. You have to apologize if you call them landlords now. Okay, yep. So you have to be rental providers. Um, So they were not allowed to serve a notice to vacate for non-payment of rent right? during COVID. Yeah. So that was a big pain. Yep. But Touchwood, again, it goes back to a different topic, of course, is to discuss about is how you handle the leasing process. Yeah. And if your re- leasing process is robust, yep. you have good tenants in. Like we, our portfolio never, ever had a single issue of non-payment or tenants asking for rent reduction. That was good. In, in our good. portfolio. So yeah. it's just that we, we were quite diligent in, in the time of leasing the property and who to pick and choose yeah. as their ideal candidate for the, that property. Yeah, sure. So coming back to commercial, um, with regards to what's happening now with the interest rates, let's, let's talk about the elephant in the room. What's your take about... Commercial, uh, commercial okay. sales or leasing, yeah, whatever you're talking about. You're talking about the commercial market. market. Yeah, yeah the commercial market, end. basically. Yeah, sure. Um, so commercial market across the board, and yep. I, I do speak to other commercial directors. I have a fairly good relationship with other commercial businesses yep. and, the, and the directors, and we do speak on a regular basis. Right. I, have, I do have some friends in the industry. Yep. <laughs> that is one good thing about <laughs> commercial. We do talk to other, yeah. other agents, Resident, residential. Yeah. Agents we need to talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, no, so I do have friends. I do work with other agencies. Yeah. Um, we can conjunct, which yeah. means we can share commissions. Yeah. Um, I can send clients over. Yeah. I'm doing one at the moment down in Churnside Park with another right. agent. 
within one day I found the tenant for oh. uh, the the property. I already had him lined up. Yeah. Um, and this tenant is a is a hundred percent successful. This he's wow. it's a good tenant. So. Nice. Um, but as far as sort of um, leasing is concerned, um, yeah, you have. I guess the other good thing about uh, commercial is in the leasing side of things, you actually have a decent bond. Right. So we as commercial agency have a three-month bond. Okay. That's, we we kind of have that sort of yeah. as, a, as a standard. Some clients may negotiate a little bit less right. and some clients may negotiate a little bit more. Right. Industry standard probably around that three months. So wow. if something was to happen to the property, you do have some... Three months to sort of, yeah. Yeah, to deal with yeah. it. But hopefully it doesn't come down to that. Yeah. <laughs> Evictions. It's different to um, resi, of course. Like in residential, we have to wait for 14 days before you can serve a notice. Ah, uh, yes. And then it's one strike, five strikes in a year, then you can end the lease agreement. Yes. It's a breach. <laughs> we have to go through recap. Yes. How does it work in commercial if a tenant yeah. is not paying the rent? Yeah, I've heard this in residential and it's already hurting my head. <laughs> <laughs> Resi, yeah, five yeah. strikes over all this yeah. time and, you know, <laughs> clients that owe money and you, you got to, you know, serve these notices. We were talking about the $18,000 outstanding Yeah, we were talking about we before yeah. a yeah. client, yeah, well, which, which we will inherit because it's currently um, okay. a residential property, okay. which we can use. Convert it into a commercial. commercial. Nice. And... Um, yeah, the the poor resi client is having yeah. to serve all these notices. Unfortunately, I don't have to do that. Wow. <laughs> well, great thing, I think I should I yeah. should say. Um, no, as soon as sort of a client is late, gotcha. um, we give them a little bit of length, not not too much, depending on the owner, okay. depending on their circumstances. Again, it right. is a relationship, so we always make the phone call, okay. find out why they're late, you know, yeah. um, send them a text message, standard thing yeah. sort of thing for the industry. But then you can serve them a, a notice, breach notice, yeah. Okay. yeah, a breach notice, basically. Um, again, it's a 14-day. We give them a, a, yeah. a little bit of space on that. We give them a warning, then we send them the breach notice. Yeah, gotcha. Um, if they don't rectify, then I'm there with the locksmith. <laughs> Straight away. <laughs> well, I can, yeah. I can take the locksmith so, in. So in, re- be- in, in commercial, that means there's a legislation. If, if they don't comply, I mean, out of courtesy, you try to maintain that relationship. Totally. Yeah. Or otherwise, by legislation, you can just serve 14 days notice if you they're late. you 14 days notice and then, yeah, it's basically 30 days. So, uh, in, 30 days, yeah. yeah. So and then in, you in the scheme of things, just oh, think wow. of it as 30 days. So you can be there with the locksmith and just lock up the factory or the warehouse. Yeah, but you, you have to also understand you're locking someone's business, you know. As hard as I am, I do have a heart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's not a nice thing to be locking them out. Yeah. Um, Lucky I haven't had to do too many of these. We can normally negotiate right. them out. We're yeah. telling them we're coming, yeah. um, et cetera. Um, we always send, serve all our breach notices through a solicitor. Yeah. We don't do... Uh, Yourself, okay. Yeah. No, yeah. no. So it's always done through a solicitor. It's okay. always done correctly. Right. Um, we make sure we've got all our dates correct. Gotcha. We make sure we've got our payments yeah. correct. Um, so we make sure in a business, it's always done like a business transaction um, because I, do, I don't want to be shutting people's businesses down exactly. because you, you go there, you, you change the locks, you, you're basically closing a business to, to some Plus degree. other people who are employed and they're... Yeah, yeah. well, that, that could be the case, correct. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You, we warn them as best as we possibly can, yeah. but I'm not having to wait five months. Yeah, fair I enough. I guess that's that's the key thing, I, right. you know, <laughs> one month, not five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. And the rent arrears keep adding up. Well, like they do. So, And I guess that's the other good thing with commercial. I have a three-month bond generally sitting yeah. there. 
you, you know, you've given them one month, you've got a, generally a, a month exactly. or two up your sleeve. Yeah. So the owner's not so much out of pocket versus yeah, our conversation Rezi, yeah. before where that, that poor Resi owner is, yeah, <laughs> 18 grand out. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> yeah, so we, is, we yeah. don't try and get our clients anywhere near that when right. we manage the property. Now, there's clients out there in commercial that are obviously in that situation, uh-huh. but depending on who's managing it, whether it's self-managed, whether... It's a residential agent that's managing it and doesn't. Yeah, well, let's not go there. <laughs> um, and whether there's a residential agency that yeah. doesn't understand the commercial side of things yeah. and has just allowed it out. So, yeah, gotcha. I, I always believe, you know, from a residential yeah. point of view, you should give it to a residential agent. Yeah, exactly. From a commercial point of view, give it to someone that understands commercial. Commercial, exactly. Totally. So, that's yeah. why I don't do residential. Yeah. I remember we had one conjunction together. Up in we did Point Cook, yeah, yeah. That's going back some time now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you were still trying to get me back then. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm, I'm getting someone else involved in it. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing. It's commercial. Taking you that long to hold me down. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, well, three years. Oh, it's a few years. Three now. years, four yeah. years now. Wow. Yeah, that was that was a medical place, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, there was one medical, and then there was a warehouse as well in Point Cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got them both done. So yes. yeah. Um, yeah, look, uh, let's, let's touch on that subject, I guess. Yeah. So there's different types of commercial mm. properties. There's uh, factories. Yeah. There's uh, retail shops. Yeah. There's medical. There's childcare. There's um, uh, shopping centers. Yeah. There's petrol stations. There's, there's, there's a whole array of commercial different types yeah. of properties. Um, if you're getting into commercial property, I would suggest, you know, watch one of them pick one don't try and get into all of the different ones start off small don't go for shopping centers (laughs) yeah um yeah so pick something a little bit smaller pick something that you understand um pick it in your area if you want but if it's investment you don't always have to have your area in the area um you're obviously going for you know return on investment or or capital growth exactly so yeah there's different types and they all have their pros and cons yeah gotcha um, which you can dive deeper, deeper at a different yeah, time exactly. if anyone has exactly. further questions but yeah that what's your favorite if you, if you don't mind me um asking. yeah my favorite is uh, i i used to like retail okay. many years ago so retail used to be the commercial space yeah gotcha um but then COVID mucked retail yeah. up so if you could afford uh retail you could afford it in a good spot yeah um with a really good location again for commercial it comes down to three things location location Location. location. Yeah. If you can afford good commercial property with that, you will do really quite well. well. Yeah. yeah. And retail was basically the space because your retail client comes in, they'll put in maybe a restaurant or a cafe yeah. or something. And those fit outs are quite expensive. You're yeah. talking 50 grand to a million dollars. So the tenant is well invested in your property. Correct. So the chances of them just running the very next day or exactly. in a 12 months time it's is not high. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people, let's be honest, they do get out there and work hard. Yeah. So if you're going to open up a cafe, you're going to be working seven days a week. 100%. Yeah. So, you know, and they're well invested in that business and that's Correct. been their, you know, childhood dream. It could yeah. be their family dream, whatever. So exactly. These are all good things for commercial, commercial property. Wow. Yeah. And with the interest rate space now, with the interest rates going up, um, have you seen much impact? What's happening, of course, in residential sales? 
what's your take on the on commercial the market, market yeah. More, yeah which is where we were before and i mm. got off topic sorry all right. <laughs> like i said i'm passionate <laughs> um yeah so let's go back to the market question um commercial market um the last quarter last year it it did struggle okay. honestly our numbers were down yeah. across both leasing and sales okay and um i believe that was due to the interest rate rise yeah, gotcha. i did sort of pick it that it wasn't going to be another one just before christmas which yeah. is the one that they kind of threatened everyone with yes. i just would have thought that you know what it wasn't going to be as many christmas presents under the tree for yeah. the kids i thought that was just wrong if they did that yeah, exactly. so i had a couple of personal bets with some friends yeah, well. i won which was good yeah. <laughs> they didn't put the interest rates up but I, that would have really hurt the market exactly so which was good and they would have hurt it both residential oh, 100 exactly right? um now we're starting off obviously into the first quarter we, we're almost through that already yeah. so, oh my god the, the year's going so quick yeah um and the market again is slowly picking up. Gotcha. January for the industry is always slow because everyone's away. Correct. Right. So it's now picking up into February gotcha. and then to March. And so March from an industry, commercial, yeah. that's basically the pickup. Right. So we're yet to see what's happening. Inquiry level's been there. Yeah. A lot of people are, we're still doing deals, but I'd like to see a few more deals happening. Gotcha. So people are still looking around. If you see that as a consistent pattern, then would you say that market is is slowly picking up yeah. but I, um, i'm also talking to a lot of people about business yeah right? gotcha. and from a business point of view correct um certain industry types their business um hasn't picked up okay so like the pool industry yeah them um, people are not putting pools in their backyard as much they're traveling more so yeah, that yeah. as an industry has sort of gone down oh wow but during COVID, everyone's putting pools in. Right. So um, same with um, developers, builders, yeah. tradies. Now, some will say, yeah, they're, they're, they're doing really well. Yeah. But some are also going to say they're not doing they're as doing well. As well, yeah. So, you know, from across the board, yeah. it, it's sort of, there's parts of it that, it, gotcha. that are struggling. And there's, don't get me wrong, there's parts that are doing really, really, really well. well. Yeah. So, um, and you just got to look at those different yeah. industry sectors um you know the bakery at the moment that industry they're struggling getting bakers right oh, wow. yeah so they're, they're just hard to get uh staff and that's across a lot of industries. Staff problems still around yeah totally oh. in in the cafe industry they're, they're struggling to find uh, baristas right. wow. you know people that want to okay. want to work um so when you're seeing that come through yeah, yeah so from an industry point of view different industries i've heard in uh, in real estate as well property managers is of course one of the, the 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 job that is in demand at the moment but totally agencies can't find property managers at the moment yeah, it's a shame we're being recorded because they're probably going to use this against me, my staff. <laughs> <laughs> Look, at the end of the day, uh, but the be the other good thing about it is, though, yep. is the Department of Skill Development and the Immigration Department yep. has opened up um, that you can actually hire or you can sponsor an overseas migrant and hire them as a property manager. There's some, obviously, educational certifications attached to it. Yep. So the ones who are... Because of course, there's a high turnover in property management industry, Unfortunately, especially correct. in Resi, where they're managing yeah. 200, 250, some of them are 300 properties. And I've heard yesterday that a lady somewhere up in your side of the the town yep. is manage is getting to manage or being asked to manage about 400 plus rental. Wow, that that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, honestly, exactly. Yeah. And it came across when um, someone told me that she's looking for work. Yeah, because of that. 
And then imagine mm. those 400 clients who she's managing at the moment. Yeah. She's trying to juggle and handle it well. Yeah. The moment she's out, the new property manager comes in. Oh, be a nightmare. Exactly, for the landlords as well. Yeah, totally. That's what the challenge is in the residential. So can I ask you a question for once? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> go for it. Why do you think that the uh, residential property managers, uh, uh, the turnover is high? Basic thing, um, to answer that question, I'll, I'll probably go back a couple of years before when I used to work for one of the largest firms yep. in, in the town. Yep. And they had over 1,500 managements. Yeah. It's a large number yeah, for Western suburbs. Yeah, big number. And and for those 1,500 properties, there were about five property managers. Mm-hmm. So you do the maths. Yeah. Right, 300, every 300 properties per person. Yep. And then one department head to look after the wow. team. Right. That's a, that's a big role. Now, I've seen so many new faces... And I've seen people, I thought they'll never, ever leave this organization until retirement, walking out crying, walking out yelling, walking out screaming, walking out in tears. Yeah. Um, due to the pressure. Yeah. Now, and that's where the EVU model made sense. Yes. Our EBU model. Yeah, correct. Where yeah. you have one main agent. Yeah. And then you have support under him. Yeah. Right? And it's profitable. Yeah. Right. So if you're working as a property manager without any assistant property manager and managing 300 properties, now let's do the maths. You have nearly 600 people to manage. Yep. Now those 600 people would have husband, wife, and kids in the property. Mm-hmm. Like the tenants have their family members. They have their say. Yeah. Landlord and landlord's wives or husbands have got their say. Yeah. So one person's calling for one thing and then second one's emailing you for the other. Yeah. And then you have your trades. Yeah then some of the companies are getting them to manage the marketing, yep. advertisement and property open homes on Saturday yep. as well, as doing routine inspections, exit reports, yep. final inspections. Yep. Um, anything that happens to the property, they have to go and check, for example. Yep. They'll go out. Yep. Once they're out of the chair, then another f- set of emails come through. They come back and your inbox is full again. Yeah. And then... That's where the whole training about mental health has been done by a lot of different people. Now, there's so many different um, yeah. seminars are yes. happening out yeah, you're there. You're seeing a lot more of that in the A lot industry. of the mental health, yeah. mental health they're talking about, yeah. uh, and managing inbox. Like we had our uh, national training the other day, and we had someone from Real Plus yep. the other day. And the lady who was talking about it, it was all about managing your inbox. Don't right. become prisoner of your inbox. New technology different platform and softwares are coming in so you can actually have everything in one place so you don't have to have six screens open up. Mm. And we're looking into that as well. Perfect. And again, it's it's about getting better in technology before it gets too late because if you have a larger portfolio, for an example, it's hard to change softwares. Very hard. As well. Very hard. So it might as well just keep adding technology to it. Yep. And they are coming back to your question. So that's one of the main reasons is... Number of properties management, the amount of work, the amount of money they get paid. Yeah, sure. And I remember one uh, point where my wife used to work in a different organization. She's in property management for the last 12 years or so. And she's seen female property managers leaving because the doctors have told them the amount of pressure they're going through, they won't be able to conceive. Wow. You need to change careers. Wow. <laughs> right? Yeah. So they, they've left. Some people have gone through a marriage break, re- breakdown because of the hours they were putting in. I've seen that. I've, yeah. s- I've heard property managers having dream of 
properties getting damaged or properties getting leak, water wow. leak in the, at night. Wow. And they're doing maintenance at night, sleeping in the drains. Oh, no. <laughs> right? So that's one of the reasons. And that's where the point of difference comes in for a residential landlord yeah. to ask a question to their property manager versus, again, um, in our suburb, I think the fee is the one thing that people look at. But I guess there's other thing to look at around the property management is who's going to look after the property. Yeah. What sort of turnover they have in their staff yeah as well yeah. oh totally yeah and i guess you know i guess the difference from now from a commercial point of view with with uh, property yeah. managers we don't really have a high turnover of staff yeah um i tend to employ a, a certain type of yeah. property manager which is generally the mums they, yes. they sort of um do well in, exactly. in in my company yes um different companies might be different but I, that's uh, that's who i tend I to think that's good yeah I I, look i great. believe so they just they just take everything on board yeah, they're well organized. Yeah, they are so organized. Yeah. I've employed younger ones, but I, my my go-to person from an employment point of, point of view, view is mums. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like everyone, and please stop yeah. the recording now. They all want more money. <laughs> 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 everyone course, wants yeah. more money, and I, and I'm seeing that across the board. You know, mm. and maybe in your your business as well, yeah. from a business point of view, exactly. everyone is wanting a little bit more money because money is currently a little bit tight. It's Interest rate as well is is one of the factors too. One of the inflation. Factors. Correct. Inflation Correct. is another totally, topic, uh, which we can <laughs> delve into another time. <laughs> another time. <laughs> we got a few deep dives. Yeah. And another exactly. time. Exactly. But yeah, so that's I guess the difference in from a commercial point yeah. of view. Um, I don't. I, I haven't really seen. Well, my company hasn't done that. Mm. Is we've turned over commercial uh, property managers. Right. I generally have residential ones that will come into my space and yeah. we train them. Gotcha. Um, there is differences, obviously, from commercial side of things yes. versus residential. There's different acts they've got to understand, yes. uh, the different types of leases that are out there. 100%. So, um, But it's different type of clientele, again, um, dealing on a business point of view. Even though some of them are mum and dads yeah. that, are, that are just getting into commercial, um, but they understand it more from a business point of view yeah. versus the emotional point of view. While you were talking about it, something exciting came to my mind and that would now become my question. Sure, are you going to invest in commercial? Yeah. <laughs> so <coughs> say for an example, I've seen property managers or sorry, landlords or rental providers moving their management over to us. Yes. And we asked them a question that what is the main pain point that you're trying to solve? Yeah. Or what is the pain in your current situation? Yeah. Some people would talk about communication or perhaps their, um, the property managers were not able to sort of in a case and week out. But again, it's just case by case scenario as well. But some of the times that I hear it's based on how competent the property manager or the organization is, structure, totally. leadership, totally. how they train the property managers, what totally. sort of support they get. Some, some property managers I've seen are on their own. That's resi. Right now, what are the pitfalls of a landlord? What are the signs they should look at, perhaps while choosing a commercial agent? Yeah, and or during the time they're getting their properties managed. Yeah, what you see in your space when you take over management managed by another company? Yeah, what are the pain points of the landlords? That is the telltale signs that they need a new property. Oh, manager? there's a few. There's yeah. a few. Yeah. So I guess the 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 biggest one is a lot of them. Either they manage them themselves or they've given yeah. it to a residential agent that doesn't understand the commercial space. Right. Um, or they've uh, negotiated 
a, a bad deal. The yeah, deal gotcha. is actually not, not that good. They think it's a good deal. Right. So they haven't had a good negotiator to be able to negotiate the deal. Gotcha. That sets up the whole um, management side of things. Um, and obviously the standard stuff, they're not getting paid. Yeah. You know, the, the tenant's not responding. Okay. Um, you know, they may have done some damage in their okay. property. Um, but yeah, I just think it's just generally just mismanagement, just mismanagement you know? Yeah, yeah, it's totally mismanagement. They're think, just not on top of things. Yeah. Um, we, we're pretty due diligent on, on our role. Yeah. And we're on top of top of everything. So you, 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 what you're trying to say is it's, it's about when you actually lease out the property is how the tenancy is set up. Totally. That's where it's, it's, it, it all starts from there. I believe so. Either the problem will start from there or smooth tenancy will start from there. Correct. It's the yeah. way you set it up. So from a leasing point of view, yeah. I, I'm a leasing agent as yeah. well as a selling agent, yeah. is a matter of finding that, that correct tenant yes. or that type of property that you believe that exactly. they can make money to operate their business and look after the property mm. and maybe add value to their property. Yeah. So. It, I believe commercially it's really in the setup. If the setup is done correctly yeah. from the start, it should be smooth sailing. You might have a few bumps in the first month or two yeah. just getting things right. Exactly. But once I believe that setup, it should almost be like almost like a set. Autopilot. A, a, yeah, yeah. A sit and forget. How exactly. good is that? <laughs> it's like you, the plane's up in the air and it's on autopilot. It, it is and, yeah. it, and it's, sitting, it's sitting there for three years on the way to oh. Bali. <laughs> uh -huh. Oh, yeah, don't entice me. <laughs> <laughs> it could be there for six years. It might come back, you know. Yeah, wow. So wow. Where there's, there's, there's less headaches and stuff. Yeah. So you recommend, of course, or is it a mandatory requirement for anyone to go through a solicitor to draw up a lease agreement or you can uh, still use... Yes, the mighty question. Here we go. Again, this is going to be controversial. Okay. Um, so lease agreements, let's talk about that. Yeah. Right. Now, I'm a real estate agent, right? Fully qualified, licensed yep. agent. Um, the REIV have a, a, have a lease agreement, yep. um, but I believe it should be the job of a solicitor. Yeah. Right. That is their job. That's what you pay them for. Correct. Don't pay me as a real estate agent to do their job, right? Some agencies, some, not all, I don't, um, will write up a lease. Right. And they'll charge pretty much the same cost as, an a, uh, as, a, as a lawyer. Okay. So why pay a real estate agent that I believe is not fully qualified yes. to write up leases? Again, yep. we're going to be very controversial yep. on this one. When you should have a solicitor who is 100% mm. Qualified to write up lease. Exactly. If you don't have someone, call me and I will give you an amazing person because he will lock them in. Yeah. And then if you do have an issue, it only ever arrives when you have an issue. Mm. And sometimes it is on those other leases yeah. where um, owners may have written something up. They might have done it on the back of a piece of paper, yeah. uh, an REIV lease. But I still believe the Law Institute leases, that's where it should be. Right. Yeah. Everything should be done legally upfront. Exactly. In saying that, um, you mentioned VCAT before. Mm. Can I tell you, I haven't really been. So <laughs> <laughs> I managed to negotiate everything out. Yeah, so wow. that's the other good thing, you About know. So I, you very, I don't go to VCAT because <laughs> we don't get to that stage. Wow. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Like I've just recently employed a a resi property manager. Okay. And she was telling me all about this VCAT and what, all the hearings and bits and pieces. And I'm like, mm. you're educating me because I don't generally go on negotiated out prior. Yeah. I'm holding a decent enough bond. I've, I don't let them get out that far. Yeah. And um, yeah, we just, exactly. we try and stay out of that. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I suppose um, there's so many different factors, especially now the government putting in so much money into the advertisement of tenancy rights, which, which in my personal opinion are great. Yes. To some extent. Yeah. Um, and to some extent, it actually is against the landlords or rental providers because some tenants do tend to sort of take it a bit far. From a residential point of view. From a residential point of view. Sure. Exactly. And that's where where your lease agreement at the start should be binding enough. And that's why we should be using solicitors in the commercial space. Exactly. And I'm happy to have that conversation with any owner... Yeah. Um, head to head, because that's just what, that's what, what mine and my I mean, beliefs. Again, like you said, controversial. We've um, we've employed a different company for our lease agreements. Yep. And our lease agreements are watertight. And, and that's what they should be. We, to no, be we no longer use um, our good friends without naming them. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, their lease agreements anymore. Yes. Uh, and that's why I, yeah. I honestly believe 100%. Yeah. I'm happy to have that conversation with any exactly. owner um, that it should be done. Exactly. Because I know the fees that some of the agencies are charging mm. and I can actually save them money and have a, a, a solicitor do it. Because I've heard some fees that some of these places are charging. Exactly. And, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. I yeah. pay, I'll pay a solicitor for mine 100%, 100% every day of the week. Yeah. So And why? this is how I look at it. Say, for an example, if I'm starting out, I meet a solicitor at the start, I get to know that person, create a good relationship and bonding with that solicitor, not just for your commercial or perhaps your property, you're building up a relationship with someone who actually be a resourceful person to you in your life Yeah. in the future as well. Yeah. You always got to, you always got to have a good commercial residential agent in your life, in your friend circle. <laughs> we can add value to people. We can this add is, value to people's lives. This is life. the thing sometimes is some owners don't understand that we can actually money in their pocket exactly and we can add value to 100%. them we can increase their rents yeah um we can negotiate good terms yeah we can negotiate um good increases yeah. and we can offer them properties that exactly. you know, are coming on the market yeah. you know um potentially coming on or exactly. are on the market and we can give yeah. them from a real estate point of view um some suggestions Correct. around that so things have changed i think the good old days of real estate perception and the the agents persona correct has changed from the last 10 15 years and it's changing and evolving yep um i i feel it's it's about the younger generation like us they're getting in mm. at that time and the 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 mindset with the day and time and age has changed as yeah. well so that and people have started sort of building relationship but again it, it's got to be more we should have another session about why benefits of having real estate agent friends. <laughs> Done. We've <laughs> got so many other sessions you're going to try and hold me down exactly. for. Exactly. It's taking you like three or we four years to hold me down We might just do 10 sessions today <laughs> for, for the next 10 months. <laughs> yes. So, um, a- anything else you would like to add about commercial? Uh, yeah, probably one other thing yep. um, that um, probably a lot of clients don't understand. Mm. There are two different types of lease agreements okay. in commercial property okay there's the retail lease mm-hmm. and then there's a commercial lease there's okay. two two different types right um retail lease falls under the retail leases act and everyone will think that's a retail yeah. shop not always a retail shop gotcha yeah it could potentially be a factory yeah, that gotcha. someone's um mm. selling a product out of okay and generally speaking and this is generally speaking um 
anywhere I can give you money for a product or service yeah. will generally fall under that space. Okay. Yeah. Right, right, right. And even if you have a tenant in there that um, may have gone under a, a mm. commercial lease, can potentially go under retail lease. Right. And the act will still apply. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand that or, or know that. And we can yeah. dig deeper than that. The commercial lease is more or less, again, just think of that as more or less like a storage yeah. space. Gotcha. So I've got, you know, a nice car, I want to store it there. Not really doing anything other than that. So that would be more of a commercial lease. So there's different rules, regulations, what they can yeah, do. The Again, we'll dive deeper <laughs> in that on another day. Um, but those are the two things that yeah. people just don't quite understand. Right. There's a little bit involved. Gotcha. Um, otherwise, we'll be here for a while. Exactly. <laughs> I've got all day for it. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a nice lunch ready for us. Ah, thank you very much. Yeah, and that's the only exactly. reason why you got me here. <laughs> Come over for a nice, lovely Indian lunch. Yes. We, we go <laughs> jump enti- straight into you it. You enticed me so for that. Yeah. I, I guess I hope this session is really um, adding value to your journey. If you have any questions, guys, just reach out and I'll share Robert's number. Yeah, for by all means. Probably 100 people. Oh, no. <laughs> it's going to blow up this afternoon. Why did you, you say that? How did you say that? You know? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm sure you'd be you fine. a few owners that disagree with me. <laughs> I'm happy to go head to head with them. That's it. So it was lovely talking. And yeah, I suppose you. it's always good to sort of educate people. Yeah, sure. It's always good to understand yep. different perspectives. And I yep. learned a lot today. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure you've learned a bit or two about Resi, I which have, you don't yeah, like. Thank you very much. Stuff that I don't <laughs> like and I don't want to listen to and you're hurting my head. So, <laughs> um, But yeah, look, the commercial space is, is great. I yeah. enjoy it. It, exactly. has, it offers a lot. I, yeah. I enjoy dealing with business people. Mm. I find it challenging. I deal with all sorts of level of type of business people yeah. um, from the sort of mum and dads right up to the multi-gazillionaires. Yeah. And, you know, these people in just... What are the spot- differences? Let's talk about that before. <laughs> now let's just go on to a little bit more. You want to know about some private clients? <laughs> no, I mean, what are the differences between dealing with mum and dads and multi, multi, multi millionaires or billionaire gazillionaires? Um, this is- who, is, who is easy to deal with? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, My phone's going to blow up It's like afternoon. that question the other day someone was saying it's easier to sell one Rolls Royce than selling 100 Hyundais. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so is it the same um, or is it opposite? It, it can be a little bit opposite, obviously, yeah. because I guess the more skill and knowledge they have in the industry, yeah. the more challenging you know that is yeah. and then the more demand on us from an agent's point of yeah, view, okay. they are, which I love. Yeah. I love that. You know, the more demanding on, on me, I love it. Yeah. But also your mum and dads can be demanding because they don't quite understand. Yeah. So it's a, it comes more from an education point of view. Gotcha. And sometimes a little bit of frustration mm. sets in for them because they don't quite understand it. So you just got to go a little bit slower. Yeah. Teach them the terminology, teach them the type of clients yeah. coming in. Uh, a recent one that I had had this really good client coming in. Mm. They wanted to spend all this money on this this property. Yeah. They wanted to paint the floor, do everything, fix the roof, put gas on the property, put in brand new windows. Okay. And this is all at their expense. And I had to educate these um, older owners. They were just getting into commercial that this is a good thing. The property needs some work and your tenant's going to do this. And they're even going to leave it at the end if you, yeah. if you want it there. Which the windows we wanted there, the gas, the property, wow. etc. So you're telling me that the owners were actually refusing? 
to some, to, well, they were just not so much of. refusing. They just didn't quite understand ah, okay. why, I guess, a, a tenant would do this and, yeah. you know, what's involved. And they wanted to pick the type of glass that's going in, the, the window frames and all this. I mean, it's a standard black window, you know. Yeah. They wanted to see a copy of the quote, which, which is all fine. They're yeah. all great questions. So yeah, gotcha. it's just a matter of educating them through. Exactly. And at the end of the day, now that it's done, they trust me. Um, they want to buy more commercial property, yeah. etc. And by the way, their son is a residential um, direct real estate agent and director. <laughs> so, um, so now go. they want to get into more commercial. <laughs> so <laughs> I might be flipping a few. That more answers commercial. your questions, guys. It, that's it. So that answers your question. Um, yeah. The only other thing, probably towards the end, just before we, we yeah. sort of wrap up. Um, we have a number of properties, and I, I, I have brought a couple in just yeah. to, to talk quickly about. Yeah. Um, you know, for people to move into yeah. stuff on the west. Exactly. Um, in Laverton North, we've got a few there for lease and for Beautiful. sale. Um, I've got some stuff in Camberfield. Now, I didn't really like Camberfield to start with, and okay. I. Um, it's just there's a lot of properties in that area. Okay. A little bit tricky to get in and out okay. of. And again, I'll give you my honest opinion. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I do love this site. I gotcha. I have personally right. invested in this site. Okay. Um, it's it's kind of different to what you'd normally see in the commercial mm, space. Mm, mm, mm. It offers city view. Okay. Access to all the freeways. Easy access to. Uh, Sydney Road has right. a shopping centre directly opposite. It's right. going to have cafes, going to have childcare, it's going to have medical. Mm. So to me, from a commercial point of view, it ticks a lot of boxes for yeah. me. And I, like I said, I'm I'm happy to show you yeah. <laughs> I purchased something in that development. Um, we've got a bunch of stuff in Thomastown and Epping, again, wow. for lease and for sale. Uh -huh. And a new development which we just picked up is in Distribution Drive in Mickleham. I've um, heard that. Yeah, it's a bit further out. So that's oh, where the new... Drive, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's out in Mickleham. That pocket is very much the, like the growth of the West. Gotcha. Like you look at the West and, and what's gone through the West yeah. now. So Amazon is coming out there. You've got wow. Dulux Paint that's, that's out there. Wow. You've got all the big boys that are basically now coming into that Mickleham mm. space. The project that we have is a lot of smaller factories okay. in that space. So obviously mum and dads can't buy the, yeah. the bigger yeah, ones, yeah, yeah. but they certainly can buy the little factories. The small factories, yeah. Um, and they sort of range anywhere. I'm just quickly looking at this price. Anywhere sort of, you know, mid sixes up over the 1.3, depending on size, size, which yeah. is which is good. Now that's oh. 12 months away, so yeah. which is, you know. Off the plan. Off the plan. Yeah. You know, so it gives them a bit of time to yeah. you know, understand a bit about commercial. Correct get some money behind them, exactly. eventually finding a tenant and getting into a space, I guess, before the growth yeah. starts. Gotcha. And that is a good position to be in for commercial. You, exactly. You're in the West here. Yeah. So you've seen the growth space come through. You look at Williamstown, there's a new development there. That's all gone. gone. Yeah. Drug. Truganina, same yeah. thing. I mean, how many phone calls you keep sending me yeah, about Truganina? Exactly. Um, but yeah, well again, yeah, it's yeah. just it's just going. I was under the impression when it was starting out, personally, when it was opening up, there was so much happening. I was like, this place would have some challenges leasing out. Yeah, yeah. But now, initially, so that is an issue. So there yeah. isn't. You want to know about an issue in commercial space? That is an issue. Okay. Right? So when you do have a developer or a development where you do have a lot of properties that just flood the market, it's yeah. very different to residential. If the market gets flooded, 
then yes, you will have some issues. Gotcha. But once you get the tenants in and your leasing changes, someone might be two years, right. you know, two months later, another one, three, four, mm-hmm. it all then sort of starts sorting itself gotcha. out. So that is a little bit of a, a downside from the commercial mm-hmm. when you first get in. Right. But again, with with a lot of my clients, I will talk them through that yeah, space. Yeah, yeah. So and and how we can sort of overcome some of those right. things. But that can be a little bit of a bit of a tricky tricky, tricky one. Point. Yeah, gotcha. So there are a few little tricks. Yeah. Um, that's probably one to just be aware yeah, of. Yeah, gotcha. Um, but I'm happy to talk to exactly. <laughs> clients if someone has a, a a property that they have or they're looking mm. to get into. I'm more than happy to give them my suggestion, but exactly. it's a suggestion from a real estate point of view. Exactly. Not an investor. I'm not, not a investor. not a qualified. Exactly. We're not, we're not financial. <laughs> we're not financial advisors, <laughs> but you know, I'm going to pick my brain from a exactly. commercial agent that's been in the industry. Of course, the loans are different as well. Say it again. The structure of the loans are different as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's 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 completely opposite. So you have to have a good financial person to sort of run your numbers and stuff. Yeah, and I think that was your question before, yeah. which you sort of wanted to do another podcast on. Um, I really believe from an investment point of uh-huh. view, you really should have good support behind you. Yeah. A residential agent, a commercial agent, exactly. a solicitor, you know, a financial yeah. advisor, an accountant. Correct. If you have the right team, which are these very high yeah. profile clients have, exactly. that's probably the, the bigger difference. The biggest, yeah. They have a team. Right. And they got they we are the go to type person yeah, yeah. Um, where they will go to um, the mum and dad type thing. They haven't kind of got that gotcha. set up as yet. So right. So go out there, find yourself a good accountant. Yeah. Find yourself a good solicitor. Exactly. Find yourself a good real estate agent, whether it be residential or commercial, mm. and try and work with those people. Right. Gotcha. If you can work with them, I think further down the track, that's your team. Well, that becomes your team, exactly. correct? From a mum and dad, from an investor, exactly. from anyone that's getting in, even from a business point of view. Correct. So even as a tenant coming in, get yourself a team. Exactly. Eventually you could buy a commercial property. You correct. might even buy the one that you're in. Exactly. So, you know, yeah. these are all opportunities at the end of the day. Opportunities so. around you just have to everywhere. Sort of <laughs> carefully. Every. That's it. <laughs> They're everywhere. We'll There's, walk out front and we'll see There'll be opportunity. Everywhere. Robert, thank you so much for your time. Jazz, thank you very much for having me. Really appreciate it. You so <laughs> You're <much>. a legend. <laughs> just stay here there. <laughs> now we can cut. Done. So we can just stop the video. Okay. Awesome. Is that, was that what you wanted? It was good, yeah. It was good. There you go. An hour? Oh, there you go. That's pretty good. There's plenty of things that you can sort of dive in, you know, again, on the leasing side of things, yeah. more technical on how a lease works, exactly. you know, the process, I guess, that, you know, from getting the property to putting the property on the market, how an agent works, you know, all those sort of things. Exactly. This is a great little space, isn't it? Um, 
You can just talk about the properties that you have, and I'll send it to you, and you can put it on Facebook. Um, yeah, you can, we can talk probably a little bit more on those. Um, what else do you want to talk about in commercial? Yeah. Yeah, we can kind of do a bit of a Q and A. Um, Resi V. Resi V. Re Resi V commercial. Huh? <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <coughs> there's a lot of um, there's a lot of different questions that come in from the landlords. Uh, for for Resi, for an example. Yeah. And I think um, something that I'm really excited about is when we take over management, when the issues are there. That, that's exciting. That's a learning curve. It is. It's always really good. And I think some of the questions that um, that we see from the landlords and the questions that we feel they should be asking at the time of finding a property manager should be, most of the time we get a phone call, where the standard questions are, how much is your fee? How much is your marketing? always that <laughs> but it shouldn't really always be down to that exactly and when i'm looking at that um I, i'm thinking okay if i'm the client what would i be more worried about i'd be more concerned knowing that after after owning investment properties and being in the industry as well yeah my question imagine if i'm buying a property in queensland and i have to lease out a property there yep i would ask a question at the end mm. about the fee yep. if i feel that yes i can resonate with that agency or the agent yeah, the person I'm talking to. I would personally prefer to speak to the property manager who they would assign. If it's a larger company, for example, sure. and if I'm talking to BDM, yep. if I'm calling someone at the reception and reception connects my call to BDM, I'll be asking that BDM to have me connected with the property manager they think is suitable for my property if I were to choose you as my agent. Yeah. And I'd like to ask that property manager's few questions. Yeah, absolutely. If you can get to that stage. Exactly. And I believe... You should be able to speak yeah. to the person that's actually going to manage your property. Exactly. Rather than the, the director or the salesperson. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. Because at the end of the day, it's about relationship management, not a property management mm. business. So uh, the, the question I would be personally asking property manager is that how many properties you manage per portfolio and how do you feel about it? Yeah. And do you Personal. like working there? Do you like working there? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good place to work. <laughs> Can I get a job? <laughs> do, you, do you reckon you'll be changing anytime soon? <laughs> right? You're probably it, very it's personal question. <laughs> it's a great question because I see people leaving a lot. A yeah, lot. But yeah, we had that conversation before. Exactly. But they don't leave so much in the commercial space. Exactly. Um, I believe from a, from a property management side of things, yeah. If you're going to you know, interview an agent or an agency, yeah. I believe personally you know in your heart whether they can do the job or not do the Correct. job. Correct. And that's what really it should come down to. Exactly. It really should not come down who's going to be the cheapest. Exactly. Because whoever's going to be the cheapest is probably going to stuff it up. Exactly. Yeah. Because at the end it's of the day. fair yeah. and reasonable, 100%. you know, fee. And really when you're looking at the percentages, it's actually minimal amount. So when you add it up over exactly. the 12 months from it's a commercial much. point of view, I'm not an accountant. I'm not a financial yeah. advisor. Here's my disclaimer. But most of those things you can claim. Exactly. So you speak to those guys. So exactly. our fees can be claimed. Claim. So what are we arguing over? Exactly. <laughs> so I'd prefer you look at it. A couple say, hundred dollars over the over 12 months period, for an example. That's it. I personally prefer a property manager because I know property managers, many of them, being part of a lot of different networks where I'll be speaking with property managers. Yeah. Um, looking inside from outside, 
a lot of the property managers don't like to speak with the tenants or the people. They don't like to face them. They don't like to pick up the phone and talk. There's so yeah. many of them. So really? many. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've never come you across You've got to have a courage yeah. to pick up the phone and just have the really? issue head to head. Really? I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm shocked. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, really? I think. Really? Yeah, it doesn't happen in my, in, in our organization. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. If, you, if you're not a foreign my person. Will, will speak to anybody yeah. at any level. Any level, yeah. Any of my clients. Like yeah. I've got some high profile clients yeah. and then I've got lower yeah. um, mums and dads or, or whatever. Exactly. Um, and they're not afraid to speak to anyone. And That's even if they have be. an issue or understand something, then, and at the end of the day, they've always got my number. Handle the problem while it's small. Yeah. Yeah. Before it becomes big. Yeah, totally. And the, the other thing that people really uh, don't understand when it comes down to residential sometimes mm. is marketing in property management doesn't have to be the cheapest. Correct. Because from three perspectives, I'm saying that. One, right nowadays, tenants are also savvy. Yes. If you are marketing a property with good quality photographs, there's a video of the 360 tour yeah. of that property. You're now trying to expose, and there's so many examples I've got mm. where we've leased properties which were hard to lease in a certain location yep. and certain specs in the property. For example, three yep. bedroom, one bathroom yeah, and double garage yeah, in a location where predominantly there you're competing with four bedroom, two bathroom, double garage. Yeah, it's a bit harder. I right? understand. Yep. And then the rage of that 362 event overseas where people were traveling. Wow. Okay. And they were traveling and they accepted the property. Yep. And when they moved back from the holiday, when they came back, yep. the property got leased and there's still amazing tenants living in that house. That's fantastic. Now, yes, they've spent a little bit more on the marketing, yep. but you can actually utilize these marketing materials in the future, depending on, again, how different the property is looking compared to when you leased it and when you're selling it. Yes as yes. well yep. so all, there's different elements attached to the marketing as well yeah sure and the question that other people ask is are you on realstate.com on domain a lot of people we say i got a phone call the other day but they were saying well you guys are charging way too much on the marketing but when they actually went with someone else their property was only on facebook marketplace Oh. Through an agency. <laughs> that, Through an agency. Right. So go and get me started on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. And the <laughs> argument the, the agent on had. Back, just stand up. <laughs> don't don't go there. It is from a, from a commercial point of view. Yeah. That does not attract exactly the, the best a quality type of tenants. Client. No, hundred percent. I see it all the time. I see owners. There's a reason why they're there. Yeah. And look, and I see owners trying rent out their their type of property. Yes. I don't believe they should be doing that. Exactly. I believe they should pay someone to do exactly. that. Exactly. Um, and find that person. They do their checks. Mm. People get around these things by trying just to save themselves a couple yeah. of bucks. They're better off there's using so a many professional. Examples. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why cars shouldn't be on Facebook Marketplace. They should be in car sales. Well, that's right. It's a quality. Jobs should it's a be quality on of car. Well, that's it. It's a quality <laughs> of car. So you expect to, you know, get a better quality of car exactly. on car sales. I expect to buy a crappy car on Facebook. And plus, a serious buyer would be on the platform if they're there on the platform. They're on both anyway. Let's be exactly. honest. You know, because my my son's looking around and he's looking at both. But you just you can see from what exactly. he looks at. I don't believe it's the, it's quite the quality, a good quality. Yeah, exactly. um, so yeah, so it's a similar. Even you, you, yeah. you can jump on Facebook and you just look up, um, you know, residential yeah. properties, commercial properties. You'll see them all there, yeah. and the quality of um, tenants that they're going to attract yeah. 
is not that good. Correct. And then you see, you, you can just drive down any strip, you'll see, yeah. you know, owners trying to rent out their property. Um, but again, they, you see it quite often because they didn't attract the quality tenant who, or negotiate a better deal. Yeah. I can tell you now, if you gave it to someone like myself, yeah. um, I'll negotiate my fee almost because exactly. the, the quality of tenant that I'm going to get you, Correct. the better rental I'll get you, I'll get you a better increase. Exactly. There's many ways in a leasing negotiation that you can basically almost cover yeah. your fee. Yeah, from rent that, free period. Yeah, I'll negotiate that out if I have to. Exactly. So where others yeah, in commercial, that. you guys have uh, rent free period. We have well. rent free. We have contribution. We have a lot yeah. of different aspects of negotiation, exactly. and that's where it comes down to being a good negotiator. Exactly. It's, it's not so much a leasing; it's understanding someone's business Correct. and then negotiating that it's, you can actually get a, a fair exactly. and reasonable deal. So really, at the end of the day, we're negotiators. Exactly. Mm. That that's where we are, and at the end of the day, um, it comes down to maintenance as well. Maintaining your rental property. Um, if I'm talking about residential, for example, yep, so critical. It's so critical to have a mindset where it's your own asset. It's your business. I love that. I love that. When people talk to me, I always put, and when I train uh, yeah. staff or other people. My theory is I put my hat on and I pretend your property is mine. Exactly. Right? So I literally, if, if, if I was the owner of this property, question number one, would I accept the tenant? Mm. Yes or no? Exactly. Yeah? There's no gray area there. Exactly. <laughs> you know, sometimes I go, you know what? It's probably not the best tenant. Correct. From an agent's point of view, I still have to present the offer, but I will tell the owner, yeah. you know, this is my, my, my personal thought on it. Yeah. You know? And I treat every single one of my properties that I have yeah. in the rent roll as exactly. if they're mine. Exactly. So if the if the tenant's looking after them, I'll treat it that way. If they're exactly. not looking after it, I'll treat it that way. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I just take it all to heart. <laughs> you have I to. wish they were all mine. <laughs> exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, they <laughs> are under our care. Totally. So yeah. that is the best way, I believe, from yeah. a, from an owner's point of view or from a manager's point of view Correct. or from a property manager's point of yes. view. You should really take that personally as if you technically own that exactly. property because that that property itself for an investor who owns it as a residential or commercial space for example i've seen a lot of times where we take over management yes when we take over management with existing tenants in there yes we have now after learning a lesson a few times we've asked we asked certain series of questions yep about what state the property is in because you're talking on the phone. Yep. And you can't really go and check the property. It's really a little odd to sort of say, I'll go and check your property before I take it on. I mean, you can. But ideally, you ask some series of questions. Have you got any issues with the tenants at the moment? Yep. Because many of the times when we, we, we took over properties in the past where when we'd taken over, we realized in one of the ledgers there was $10,000 outstanding. Ouch. Ouch. Right, I've there was no money coming in. Yeah, and we had to. We we, we had a snake on our <laughs> shoulders, which was a dead snake. I don't snake. always understand from an owner's point of view how they allow that to happen. Apparently, in that situation, the property manager uh, did not inform the owner, and the owner's property was paid off, and they didn't bother. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Right. 
Understand. A good problem to have. <laughs> Great problem. Look, I know owners that just all of a sudden forget how many yeah. properties they own. So that's some of the owners that I have. Exactly. Go, I didn't realize I had that one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so. And when the tenants vacated the property, mm. they're, they're like, you know what, I'll just cut my losses and let's just move on. And we were, yeah. we were just going back and forth with the tenant. We're like, geez, you should have told that three months before while we were going back and forth with VCAT. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Three months later, like, oh, it is what it is. Just let it go. Like, yeah. if it was that easy, you should have told three months before, we would have just let the tenant go. Yeah, sure. Right? Sure. Uh, but again, this was our responsibility. It was not yeah. the right thing for the tenant to do. So yeah. we followed what's what's right. Yeah. Um, and, and I suppose from maintenance point of view, when I see a rental provider, mm-hmm. um, again, I'm not. I'm not bagging people on High Five or High Pages or whatever the new new platforms have come in for oh, yeah. finding yep. trades or Airtasker. Yep. Yep. There are some good trades. We found some good trades yeah, back we found in the some days. Good ones, aren't they? Um, but the, the the problem when I face is when they hire someone uh, just to save a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, you've got to have good trades. Say tiles, for an example, in a yeah. bathroom. But when you yep. say the tiles different, that's going to hurt you in the long run. Yeah. Because when you're trying to sell your property in the future, two things would happen. Mm. Either the buyer will try to negotiate five or ten thousand dollars on the tiling, yep, on the bathroom, yep, or they'll ask you to fix it before they go unconditional on the sale. Yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, that's on the sale of properties. Exactly. Um, on that subject, on on the sale of properties, yeah. from a residential point of view, and I was ex-resi. Um, I believe, and and I renovate, you know, properties as well. I yeah. believe if you have quality fit out quality products in there exactly. people recognize that these 100%. days and they will pay more money 100%. so i don't understand exactly. from a renovator's point of view from an owner's point of view mm. why you would just skimp on buying maybe a five dollar tile versus a ten dollar tile exactly you know it still costs similar sort of price to lay exactly um or you know you, you'll cut i understand if you if that's your budget great yeah. but Go to your budget and maybe you're slightly over your budget. Yeah. But really, at the end of the day, exactly. quality product in there, yeah. people recognize that Correct. these days. Probably years ago, they didn't recognize it as much. Exactly. But you will get now more. Now people are more savvy. They're more savvy from a residential exactly. point of view. Commercial, exactly. it doesn't matter as much yes. as a space. But from a residential, if you're a residential Correct. investor, if, if I was investing, I would buy the better quality product. Like I 100%. renovate houses. That's my little hobby. Aesthetics is everything right now. They love it. They'll exactly. pay a bit more. You know, you just get a bit better, nicer color, you know, put in some nicer tiles. Put exactly. In, and you only need to do the basics. You can make money out of that. More of money. The basics. Just the basics. Just the basics, yeah. That's it. You don't exactly. have to go overkill. <laughs> but that's I another see a lot of times when we sometimes find it hard to sell mm. a property where the owners have renovated before engaging an agent. Yes. And some of the times they've done great. Yeah, of course, to to bring that property to the standard. But I've also seen many times the owners would actually invest money in areas where it would not increase the value. Totally, and I believe from a renovating side of things now yeah. in renovation, um, I always believe that they should get someone in exactly free before. their renovation. Like I bought houses, yeah. and we've lived in them before we even start doing yeah. anything. Because exactly. I want to get the feel of the house. I want to get the flow of the house. Mm-hmm. You know, I naturally think, oh, yeah, I'm going to knock that wall down and do this. But yeah. then once I actually hop in there, I've got the basics in there. Exactly. Um, and then I get the flow of the house and then I'll, I'll do whatever I Correct. think. You could get an interior designer or a decorator yeah. if you want. Exactly. Um, 
you know, my wife's very good at that sort of yeah. stuff, so I don't need to. Yeah. But just get other opinions. And, Correct. you know, that's why, you know, the internet these days can give you all of this sort of stuff. Interest is a great app. To ah, well. I love it. Hello. Yeah, it's, beautiful. <laughs> it's a beautiful app. Yeah. A lot of the times uh, that is one of the things where um, when people just put basics, mm. right basics into it, just stick to the basics. You yeah. don't have to overcomplicate No, you don't have to overcomplicate it. Just stick yeah. to that. And that's the same as when you're trying to sell the house yeah. from the side of things. Just have the, you know, the, yeah. the nice pieces in there, the basics in there. Exactly. Clear the, the walkways and, and things will sell. Well, I don't have to worry about that commercial. It's not rocket science. <laughs> I, I can sell a, a factory with that's full of stuff, you yeah, know. Yeah. That's the, because they're like, oh, do we have to clean it all out and stuff like that? Nah, they don't. And it's yeah. funny in commercial. Correct. You know, I, I believe sometimes the more stuff in there, the better it sells. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes. Because you can't um, much. Yeah, look, yeah. depending on the type of property, um, yeah, because they're like, oh, do I have to get all my stuff out? I have to get this yeah. out. I have to get that. Because then people, especially males, you can see what they can get in the factory. Exactly. So, you know, yeah. we're a little bit simpler. <laughs> exactly. It's a lot more easier. There's four walls. Yeah, yeah, it's easier. <laughs> and one bathroom, it's, perhaps. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's not a sexy sale. You know, here's the, here's the nice pool, works out into the living and dining and outdoor entertainment. Oh, my goodness. Sometimes when I'm out there, I have to say spiels like that because it's like, <laughs> I need to say something. It's like, is, this something. is concrete one, this is concrete two, this is concrete three. <laughs> so from the sales point what of view. Type of concrete. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what type of concrete, yeah. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. Yeah. And and I guess the from residential point of view. Yep. Um, what advice would you give someone yeah. who is starting out and choosing an agent? Again, back to the same sort of question. Oh, but back to resi. Yeah. Um, uh, look, it, it, I definitely get a lot of clients, similar mm. to you, that, you know, you ask me, you know, you flick your commercial ones over to me and, 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 yeah. I, and I always flick my residential yeah. over to a residential yeah. agent Correct. Uh, within that area because, yeah. again, I have friends in that space. Um, exactly. I would, I would, you know, again, see if the person can do the job. Exactly. Yeah. If, they, if you feel that they can do the job, mm. look after you. Be honest. Exactly. Um, get you the price that you feel yes. and not overinflate it. Exactly. Yeah? Um, because there are people obviously out there that are trying to win your business. Right, yeah. Um, and that could be overinflate price. Correct. You know, say things that 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 don't even mean that exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, so really, I think honesty goes a long way, 100%. and belief that they can just do the job exactly and go with that person. At the end of the day, um, the, the elephant in the room is the price, either selling or renting. That's number one. That's always been you know price the, is the true indicator. It should never number one never be based. I exactly. believe on that. On just price. And the yeah. same as fees. Exactly. I don't believe it should ever be based on fees. Exactly. You know, you can negotiate fees slightly, yeah. but at the end of the day, if they're doing a good job and they get exactly. you more money, then they then they should be paid. And, and I guess from the agent's point of view as well, you you gotta you gotta believe in your fee. You gotta believe in your worth. Yeah, the agents that are listening, yeah. absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and same goes with the landlords. If some of the times the landlords would expect that agent to sort of go down the fee what the other agent was asking. Yeah, matching fees, matching you're saying? Fees yeah. 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 We don't do that. At the end no. of the day, um, we know show the what amount of work. Yeah, yeah, the amount of work that we put in. Yeah. And when it comes down to VCAT, for example, let's talk about VCAT <laughs> I don't go to VCAT. I mean, I've done so <laughs> many VCATs me. now. Really? A lot of wow. them. I've sat in on a couple, but yeah. Yeah, I've done so many. The amount of evidence we have together. I know. The amount of email trails, amount of yeah. 
uh, documentation sent to the tenants. And if you don't have it the right way. Wow. And you need to know your sections and acts as a lawyer. Yes. There was one case um, we had um, an owner went for about a year back and forth with the tenant in a damaged property, which was unlivable. Wow. And the property was being managed by someone. Property got damaged. Ceilings collapsed. Mm-hmm. And ceiling the, the plaster was, of, of course, removed from the, uh, the property. Wow. The tenant was living on and off. And the, that tenant had another premises to live in, which, which where the rent was not paid. Yep. Or they were not incurring any expense. Yep. But they still had control of the rental property. And they would not vacate that house. And... Three months down the line, they moved the management over to us. Yep. And we, we, of course, we charged them a set fee for the case. Yep. And it still took another eight months. Yep. Due to the VCAT, we had three hearings at VCAT for a straightforward case where the property is unlivable, is unsafe for human habitation. Wow. Right. And thereafter, that renter. Even after the last date, they, then the VCAT gave him three months to vacate after the order was issued. Wow. And the property was not vacated. Mm. And then we had to go through a warrant of possession, mm-hmm. which took another two weeks. Yeah. How do you get them out on a warrant of possession? Oh, we just, uh, the police, we the buy police the warrant. Take them, yeah. And we serve the warrant that yeah. goes to the police station. Yeah. yeah. And thereafter, the police would actually go to the property beforehand. I understand. And try to pay them a visit. Tell them they will be coming in on a certain day. If the tenant's not available at the property, they'll leave the notice and a letter yep. on their door. Wow. And Tenants have so many more rights in residential versus yeah, commercial. Exactly. <laughs> they have to go there beforehand, mm. letting them know that we are coming in. Yep. Better you vacate before yep. we come in. Yeah. Because police is pretty much saying we don't want to have trouble on that day. Yeah, of course they don't. No, right? Police don't want to have trouble. Exactly. No one wants to have trouble at the end of the day. 100%. But yeah. And on the day of execution of the warrant, mm-hmm. you turn up with a locksmith yeah. at your expense. Yeah. Police will turn up. Yeah. They'll evict the tenants from the property. Yeah. And if there's much issue, they'll have yeah. call, they'll call a backup. Yeah. And they'll ask, majority of the time, they'll ask the property agent to sit in their car or just walk away. Yeah, just walk away. And until the locksmith is actually escorting. So you just said something there. Let me go back one sec. Yeah. You said the owner pays for the locksmith. Yeah. And the owner probably pays for the notice. The warrant. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? Commercial. The tenant pays for the locksmith. Yeah. And the tenant can pay for the solicitor's fee. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. There you VCAT go. So application paid by uh, the owner. <laughs> <laughs> Are you moving into commercial or what? Yeah, I'm going to <laughs> and look, put my don't get me wrong. properties tenants on the market. Have, yeah, tenants, don't get me wrong. Tenants actually have a lot of rights too. Mm. You know, I mentioned before that, mm. you know, um, tenants in, in resi, but commercial tenants do have yeah. rights as well. So Rightful rights are fine. Yeah. I, I, this is what I say. Mm. If the rights are reasonable, yeah, they're fine. Yep. Uh, of course, if I'm a tenant, I'll probably think from a different perspective, but I'm not in that position yeah i will always think from a client perspective who are we who will employ us yeah that's right yeah i mean at the end of the day there's a customer service element towards the renters Mm. there's for sure yeah there's human element attached to it yeah but at the end of the day it's a business transaction this is how i see it every time um whereby we had we had a bit of a back and forth with the renter 
Yeah. With the renter said, you're my agent as well as the landlord. I said, sorry, uh, sorry, but I, I'll probably correct you. <laughs> I'm actually the landlord's agent. <laughs> yes, I'm here to help you out. Yeah. I'm here to hear you. Yeah. But at the end of the day, and I was pretty clear, and again, it might not, it would have gone <laughs> right into his throat that easy. Yeah. But I, I was really upfront. I, sometimes we have to, depending on the situation, that we're actually representing our inclination is towards our client. Yeah, totally. Who's, yeah. who's hired us. Yeah, yeah. And... Because at the end of the day, um, if you're trying to sort of mitigate a problem, that's why I pick up the phone, resolve an issue so beforehand, much easier. so much easier, and just find a solution to it, yeah, and help a landlord understand. And I've seen many of the times where some of the rental providers have moved their management over to us because their property managers have been really direct about something, and they didn't like it. Okay, it's just that. And I feel sometimes that property manager was not wrong. Yeah. It's just the way they've put the, the, the conversation across. Okay. Because it offends some people. Yeah. Sometimes when, you, when you're very honest, yeah. that, that offends people. Yeah, I might do that because I'm quite direct. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I guess mm. my way of explaining to someone is really example-based. Yeah. I normally try to explain if this was, a, I'd probably try to create a perspective around yep. it. Yeah. Or, or an analogy. Yeah. To help someone understand and try to make them feel that what Give if this happens, yeah. that could go wrong. If yeah. this happens, you tell me what you like, what yeah. would you like totally. to do? Totally. And yeah. if you are in my position, yeah. what would you like me to do as a property manager? Yeah, sure. Or what would you do yeah. if you were in my position? Yeah. That helps them understand rather than saying, Robert, yeah. you can't do it. It's yep. fair, wear and tear. <laughs> There's no leg to stand on in recat. Unfortunately, you have to let the tenant go. Yeah, understand. Right? Yeah, and yeah. And then I was like, that's the problem where managing too many properties, you don't have time to create such content as well for the landlords mm. and educate your clientele. Yeah. I mean, at least you can educate your portfolio by having experts like yourself on. Yeah. And give them content and education yep. throughout the journey. That's a yep. value add. Totally. Totally value add. It's, yeah. it's, it's boom. When I see that there's no education in the industry towards their clients. Yeah. And the when the client has to jump on Consumer Affairs website versus asking you as your agent, yeah, there's no trust. Totally. You, I think you've lost them at that stage. They yeah. should never do that. They should exactly. be picking up the phone and asking and you. And asking you. And yeah. you should know all yeah. the information. Yeah. And that's the, our job to sort of that's it. understand each and every legislation out of it. I've got another question for you. So yeah. can we can we jump on a different subject? Go through. All right. Go for it. <laughs> so um, you're obviously the director of, of your own company yeah. and so forth, and you're part of a group which is uh, EView, and EView's yeah. now gone to Agents Agency. Yeah. Um, how have you found um, EView and the Agents Agency? So let's talk about yeah, that a sure. little bit. From the perspective of the agents agency, I still call myself e part of I EV. know your EV, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just like mm. it's so easy. Versus like Jazz Real Estate EV Group, part of agents agency. It's too long. Yeah, I yeah, like, I understand. I like to keep yeah. it simple. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, for the sake of clarity, the same organization. Yes. Um, and everything is the same, nothing changes the name. Yeah. Uh, but many of the offices are still EV. Correct. Uh, yeah, yeah it's originally EV, right? It's originally EV <laughs> yeah. and it's it's a new branding for yes. them. Which is uh, exciting. Exactly. Mm. And one thing I love about EVU is, number one, the team, the, the culture. How good is it? The directors. How good is it? The leadership goes from the top and comes from the top. Yeah. And the leaders that we have, 
in the group, they're not just good, I'd say, CEOs. I'll, I'll, I'll put the taglines aside. Mm-hmm. They're good humans. That, and that's the one reason yeah. why me personally, yeah. I joined the group. Exactly. Is they're, they're just, they're beautiful people. And I just want to be associated to, exactly. to, to people like that. Correct. And people that you can work with. Like exactly. you've worked for all, all large organizations. Exactly. I'm the same. Exactly. Uh, I've worked for yeah. know, franchise groups and large organizations. But um, I have a lot of family values. Yeah. Hence the reason why I got into commercial. Correct. And that's why I love the group. Because exactly. it has a lot of family values. Hundred percent. You, you you call me on you know commercial questions yeah. or anything, and I can call you on resi. Exactly. And none of us feel as if we can compete. Exactly. And we all can work together, together. on different things. Yeah. We've got some nice back end systems exactly. there. Exactly. That we can work with. Correct. So me personally, that's what I feel yeah. um, that I get out of it. And the and the beauty of uh, having independent brands out How there. How good is it? Yeah. And I mean, have still your part own of the brand. culture. But have your own brand. Exactly. At the end of the day, what is of value to a business person exactly. is their own brand. Exactly. So you actually have your own jazz brand. Yeah. Look at this. Your own water <laughs> cups. <laughs> and How we have different colours too. Yeah, but it's it's also another yeah. personal thing from an owner or just a, a dad yeah. that wants to get into that exactly. sort of thing to say, you know what, yeah. I did that. Correct. I did it. Yeah. I'm not a, a, a multinational. I'm not part of a franchise. Exactly. That's my name sitting on this water water cup that I'm, I'm loving. It's actually a proud can I moment. Keep this I mean, one? You can. Thank of you. Course. <laughs> of course. Why not? You can take more. Thank That's you. what they're here for. Um, you know, but and to have your name on that and then yeah. to, to basically show your children this is what I can do exactly. and achieve. That's another level again, oh, I believe. Great. Something that you can give them an inheritance if... If you do, if you do it right, if, you, if that's what you choose <laughs> further down the track, my kids want to do other stuff. But exactly. Just to exactly. be able to say to my family and yeah. my kids, look, this is what I can do. This yeah. is what I've achieved. Exactly. You know, and really, from a from a father's point of view, I think that's the best yeah. thing to show your children 100%. what you can achieve. Then they look up to you. Exactly. And you support them. Hundred percent. Something that I really, really agree is you don't want your kids at a certain age, look back and say, I wish you could have done this for us. Totally, totally. You can at least then turn around and say to your kids, if you've done that and you share your life experience, there's no losses, there's no bad experience. I mean, you have bad experience, got bad experiences or learnings, I should say. Yeah. But then you've got something else to give them, perhaps your experience, your life experience Yeah. as well. You should but if you haven't done anything yeah. or you haven't taken risks in life yeah i mean after taking that risk and thanks to my wife because i was planning to go another two years working for someone else not that i really not that i wanted to sort of so was it her that pushed you out to do your own thing and then yeah join the like we, we had we had plans wow. to do it yeah but that was in back in 2019 starting of 2019 we were having a chat we were just sitting i remember we were sitting in caroline springs at a cafe yeah having a discussion and yeah uh she said uh, I think you should go and do it. You, you, I know you can do it. How good's that? And I said, hey, what makes you say that? She goes, you're out there. I mean, you, you can do it. Yeah. i just got to feel that you can do it. Yeah, good on you. And I was in this area for approximately two years. I was in real estate before yep. in different areas. Yep. I worked in property development. Yeah. And I had a lot of experience around. And from property development, I had a lot of experience. Uh, we used to hire agents ourselves. 
we used to auction our projects. Yeah, wow. We knew how auctions work. We so knew on the other side of the fence. Yeah. <laughs> so we were clients. Yeah, good. I, that was my role yeah, great. to hire and appoint agents. Love it. In Footscray and Yarraville for our yeah. projects. And I used to run the campaign yeah. uh, till the end with as a vendor's advocate yeah. for my boss yeah, at that sure. time. And or my role was project manager. Yeah. But of course I was doing everything. Yeah. From renovations, knockdown, council approvals. Yeah. And then procuring and acquiring products yeah. and managing the trades and everything, visiting yeah. sites and yeah. then putting them on the market yeah. and auctioning them. Yeah. And yeah, I've got funny stories about auctions in that suburb. <laughs> Let's stay on top. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, at that point, um, we had a discussion. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, should do it. I was not confident in inside because it was a random decision that was made like, this is was like, yeah, I thought that that will go away tonight. Yeah. That I'll, I'll probably work for another year, get yeah. more experience in the area. And so then next day she's like, okay, then uh, what's next? I said, about what? She goes, um, about opening up your own office. I was like, oh, I thought we just had a conversation. I was like, nah, let's just do it. I mean, we both love to take actions. Good. At that point, we knew we'll have to. Yeah. But it was just a discussion, yep. but then it was a push. Let's that's just good. do it. Yeah. And that's Let's the thing, right? Is exactly. A lot of agents are out there and they're just sitting in some yeah. of these organizations. Yeah. Which really, they could go to the next step and Correct. join the agent's agency. Exactly. And exactly. basically, you know, go out there, create their yeah. own brand. And it can be easy as a mum and dad Correct. Type, type scenario. Scenario in the structure. Um, or yeah. you and another person. Yeah. And then, you know, or have, you just have your own brand. Exactly. Sorry. Um, have your own brand yeah. and then show to your family, your and friends, friends, and your be peers proud of it. That what you've achieved. And <coughs> the thing is that it doesn't have to be too fancy to start with. No, and I guess right. um, the good thing with, the, with um, I guess, the agent's agency is that they do a lot of this stuff for you. Exactly. You, you, you had this idea. You sat at the coffee table with your wife and went, yeah. you know what, I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. I had the same thing. Exactly. You know, I went away on holiday and I said to yeah. my wife, I said, I reckon I can actually do this by myself. Yeah. And she said, well, why don't you? Yeah. So I went out and I did my own thing. You're lucky I wasn't as well. part of the yeah. group. You know, I started out that way. Yeah. But I got to a level that I found that I just needed something else. And I've met, met people, Robert. Mm. I met people where, and recent conversations, yep. where people can't go out on their own because either of the husband or wife, they're not letting them. They're putting them back themselves. Yeah, that's a, a family dynamic. Exactly. <laughs> where yep. they don't like taking risks. Yeah. And what I say is, and what I, and reading books made it a lot more sense to me as well. Yes. And when I was working for different organizations, yep. the book that I read, I remember that story when I, was looking for a job in real estate. I remember that office and I, I thanked that agent, the, the, that director of the yeah. agency. I went there and I was, because I was working property development company, I worked as a property project manager. I knew that owner before. So it was not a formal interview that I've actually gone through. Right. So we knew each other. Yeah. He had different businesses yeah. where I was working. When, yeah. I, when he realized that I finished my studies, Yeah. He hired me, he appointed me because we I was working for him in a different business that he had because he, he was an entrepreneur. Yes. He had multiple other businesses. Yes. He said, why don't you join me? Yes. And we had really good friends as a relationship with as a friend. Yeah. And we knew each other's families and everyone. Yeah. So it was more of a friendly relationship and then we got into 
that space and we're still in touch and we still invest with him in, in projects up That's there. That's great. That's good. And it was the first time when I was actually formally applying to, for real estate jobs and I was trying to Google the questions that employers would ask and what sort of answers. I wasn't authentic, right? Mm. I remember I went to that, um, that place, uh, we'll name it some other time, and up in Telamarine, I was applying everywhere. Yeah. I was living one place and I was applying everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. And that person was really up front and said, look, um, um, why do you think I should hire you? Yep. That was a tough question. I wasn't prepared. So yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I couldn't yeah. answer. Yeah. Right. And then I asked him a question. I said, what do I have to do to be the best person in your office working here? I thought that's a cool question to ask. <laughs> <laughs> and he actually put him off. Yeah. Okay. He, he actually gave me a book. He sat, he stood up, said yeah. nothing. Yeah. Old guy. Wow. Went at the back, gave me a book, The Leader Who Had No Title okay. by Robin Sharma. Ah, yes. He said, read this book. You have the answer. I don't have a job for you, but I've got this book for you. And he gave you the answer. And that changed my life. Fantastic. Right. And I came back and I actually read, that was my first book yep. that I ever read. Wow. And my family pushed me in like 15, 20 years. You should start, you should read like your sister. Yeah. I never read. I was, I used to hate reading. Yeah. And I read that book and it was, it was life changing. It was mindset changing. Yes. That you don't have to be an owner working for a company. You can actually act as an owner. Correct. Working in that company. Yeah. I mean, I can't remember the whole content of the book, but I remember the extract. What mm. I got out of the book was take ownership of what you do. Yep. Do it with dedication. Yeah. Treat it as your own. Yeah. And be reliable. Yeah. And be honest to yourself and your employer. Fantastic. Right? I love it. And thereafter, I mean, we, I'll come back to Agents Agency and EVU. Yeah. That's where we started. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I then called up a few places. But before that, um, when we had this discussion, straight away things changed in the office I was working with. And that, that was to do with my personal branding. Uh, right, okay. And it was different layers of management in that organization. Yes. So there was manager, general manager, then yeah. there was a department head, yeah. then there was a CEO, and then yeah. there was a director on top of the CEO. Wow. It was that many layers. Yes. yes. And the funny thing is that they knew two things about their business, of yep. course, and they knew each and every person in the organization. They probably had about 300 people working in the company. Wow. One of the largest real estate companies. Wow. Nearly 300 staff, yeah. including strata, yep. including property yep. managers, yep. including leasing, yeah. marketing, yep. admin, accounts. Yep. They knew what each and every person's doing. Wow. There you go. I mean, to have that sort of a business, yes, you'll keep an eye. I said, look, kudos to you that you actually knew what I was doing in Point Cook. You were sitting in a, one of the penthouses in the city. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Looking down on a little jazz. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I was told many times to stop doing Facebook. Uh, okay. A lot of the times. Wow. And my manager used to tell me, uh, don't post your raw videos. Just post about what, um, what's his name? Kanye West has purchased up in Hollywood. <laughs> right? Okay. The people love to read that. Yeah. And I, it just didn't resonate with me. It doesn't. I was like, why would someone, why would uh, John Smith living in Point Cook would care what, Kanye West is doing in Hollywood when it's got nothing to do with Point Cook Market. No. Right? And, and now I look at you, that's totally you. It's, yes. You know, what you, all your content that you've done, it's, this is you. Exactly. People are getting you. Exactly. Yeah. It's about what you deliver to your people here. Yeah. If I start delivering content for 
people up in US would they they won't even care because I'm not in in that location there. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah. might not even reach the way the algorithms are. Yeah. So I was smart. <laughs> I used to stop for six, seven days. Yes. And then eight day I put on a, a new video. My videos were pick up the phone, just a random video. Yeah. Just walking down the shopping center. Yep. I'll just shoot, shoot. a video. Yeah. And okay. just put it up on Facebook, share yep. the community pages. Yep. And there were a few other things I was prospecting hard in the office yes. as well. And that office didn't wanted me to prospect hard enough. They, I mean, the agenda, Yeah. with all due respect, I've learned a lot with from my manager. Yeah. So I respect him. The, my my immediate manager was amazing. I learned a lot from him. And yeah, I learned a lot. limitations by the sounds of from, it. From the top. Yeah, okay. From the top. Because it was already a multi-millionaire company. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They yeah. had a but lot had of money. But they had some control and limitations on it. Real estate it. Yeah. sales was just a small... A drop in the ocean for them. Yeah, sure. They were doing a lot more bigger stuff. Other stuff. Got for it. them, it was yeah. more property management. And I have four or five agents working there. If something comes in from yeah. rental yeah. department, you sell. Yeah. Yes, there was leads feeding in. Yeah. Even if you sit there, you don't do prospecting, you will be fed by the rentals. I but know. I told myself at that point when I realized, I said, that would be a tiger in a circus, mm. not in a forest. Yeah. I yeah. want to be a tiger in the forest. Yes. And I had friends in different organizations with the different similar companies. Yeah. They're still working there. Yeah, wow. Because they, I met someone on, on, a, on a Sunday where I was working and he was in the shopping center yeah. buying groceries. Like, oh, you work on Sunday. This is the difference, you guys. I said, I don't have to prospect. Yeah. I just sit and get my leads. Yeah. I said... Maybe another three years, four years, perhaps, if the company wraps up. Mm. What are you going to do? Exactly. If you know how to hunt, mm. you'll never fail. That's it. So after that happened, there was a discomfort. Whenever someone's put me in this comfortable position, yep. in a not-so-comfortable position, I've actually told myself that something better is waiting for me. Yeah. Right. It's just perspective. Mm. And then I called up a few large organizations for franchisee. Okay. I, I reached out. And I was yep. very close to signing up with someone who is international yep. in a blue color without naming yep. him. Right? <laughs> and, name names. Yeah. And I was that close. Next day we were planning to go and sign the NDA and sign the agreements. Yeah, good. Right. Then I met one of our friends, uh, Andy Reid, yep. uh, the auctioneer. Yes. Right. And we were sitting and talking and I, he just came for discussing about him auctioning my properties. And I just talked to him. I said, that's what I'm going through. I'm actually not planning to stay in this company, so yep. I won't be able to give you much auctions at the moment. Yep. And he's like, okay. Um, he goes, yeah, you've spoken to the guys in Blues. Yep. Uh, why don't you speak with um, the guys in Frankston? Yep. So he got us connected. I remember we met in Altona, Manos, yep. Maria, and myself yep. at a cafe. Mm -hmm. And... They came down and the next meeting was in the Cheltenham office. Yep. Started talking. I was blown away. Yeah, good. About the way the structures are. Yeah. And the way they are actually in, in, in as, 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 as humans. That's right. Yeah. So that's something that so beautiful. impressed me. Me and my wife were together yep. in that meeting. Good. And we were like, yeah, well, let's just go for it. Yeah. I you got had, a real sense of fear, didn't you? I had a fear. Yeah. You had a fear? I had a fear. Wow. Okay. Tell I me. I had about a fear this. when I was talking to Manos. And I said, so Manos, are we going e-view point cook or what are we going? 
because I always wanted to be like everyone else, like, let's go franchisee, let's go in a safe zone. I understand. I he understand. goes, Jazz, everyone knows you. You should yeah. go Jazz Real Estate. Love it. I didn't Love think it. that everyone knows me. And I was thinking to myself, I didn't say anything for 20 seconds. I kept quiet. Because my wife said the same thing. You can do it. People know you. Yeah. And Mano said the same thing. I said, I don't think people know me. How do these two people say that? Like, I don't know why they're saying my wife. We're not even in the area too, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, we'll go Jazz Real Estate. He goes, I found a name for you. Yeah. He said, Jazz Real Estate is. And it has this beautiful ring to it, right? And I said, Manos, are you sure? (laughs) Like, I said, I was thinking going Eview. All this time I've been talking to you, I was thinking Eview Point Cook. He's like, No. We'll go jazz real estate. Love it. And I just kept quiet for some reason. I just didn't argue. Mm. I wanted to. Mm. I wanted to question my wife. And I want to question a man on it. Yeah. yeah. I just kept quiet. I was like, okay, well, let me think over it. Mm. When I don't know something that I want to talk about, mm. I just keep quiet. I think first. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Even up until we launched, I was fearful wow. of jazz real estate brand. Wow. But now, sort of looking years later, now and, now, and now looking at the brand, yeah. what do you feel yeah. about this now? I mean, this logo, it stands for L and J. Ah, uh, okay, yes, yes. So this part of is me, yes. and L is my wife, Love Jeep. Oh, how nice is this? So that's the combination. Wow. And now that I walk through here and I've just yeah. come over here, your name is everywhere. Thank you. Your name is everywhere. Like I'm, I'm walking past. There's yeah. a billboard there. There's a billboard yeah. there. There's a billboard here. It actually there's makes a me work hard. There. It yeah. actually made me work hard from the day one. Yeah. Because thinking that I'm going on my own, yeah. and what if people don't know me? Yeah. And I can't sleep at night. Yeah. I was, I was kind of thinking, gives I'm not going to sleep. Push. Yeah. It gives you that a little bit of push. Correct. Rather than yeah. saying, okay, I've got. Yellow yeah. brand or blue yeah, brand. Yeah, whatever brand. Yeah. And doesn't I don't believe it pushes you. Yeah. This here pushes you. Yeah. This here gives you passion. Exactly. Um this this logo behind here yeah. it now has meaning. Exactly. And to be able to have that, I believe, from an owner, yeah. from a father, from a director. Exactly. You know, it's just it's a human element. Yeah, totally. Exactly. And to be part of the group, I believe, everyone's in that same space. Exactly. We all have some reason. Yeah. Yeah, and, and when yeah. we sit down with Manos or the graphics team, yeah, they always design your colors based on your personality. Yeah, yeah. So they've helped you with the graphics. They've helped yeah. you with the logo. Everything. Everything. A to Z. Yeah. A to Z. How good is that? So from a pick up the phone. Otherwise, how many times you can call a CEO of a massive company? But even just a CEO from another agency. Yeah. You know, you, so the good thing about the group is yeah. you can speak to an, any exactly. of the other directors, directors in any yeah. other suburbs, exactly. and not only in Victoria. And the New help. South Wales, Queensland, you know, they're everywhere. Everywhere. Now. Yeah. We're expanding like anything. Yeah. Like How good anything. is that? <coughs> and now it's becoming a lot more attraction model. It is. People are leaving Point Cook. A lot of agents leaving in Point Cook. Wanting, and I'm encouraging them. I said, there's so many suburbs around us. Yeah. Go for it. That's it. There's so much there's business There's Altona, there's Tani, there's Traganina. Yeah. yeah. There's so much out. That's it. Go for it. Yeah. Point Cook is massive. Yeah. There's yeah. massive. Yeah. Chagarina's got more than 25,000 houses. Yeah, so there's, there's plenty of space out there. So exactly. anyone I believe that is you know, thinking of doing yeah. this or considering doing this, exactly. at least have a conversation because yeah. 
you know, with your partner and 100%. then with, you know, the partners. Convince that, your partner oh, first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, have the conversation with, you know, your partners exactly. and the agent's agency yeah. and, you know, just see what these guys can exactly. potentially do. Yeah. And, you know, they will, will, will talk to any 100%. of the other directors. Even exactly. feel free to call any of the directors yeah. and, and ask them what the Correct. group is like. Yeah. Because I think that's one good thing from my business exactly. and I believe also your business yeah is having the ability to be able to work with other directors, getting their knowledge, understanding what's happening in the Correct. marketplace, you know, different terminology, yes. um, do, how to deal with different clients. If you're stuck um, in a situation, negotiate and call anyone. Yeah, you can call anyone. And they're all experienced. That's it, the amount of experience. That's the reason mm. they're going on their own because they've got scores and runs on the board. Yes, correct. Most correct. of them. Yeah. And then they've come in and they've got Experience, you can actually bounce off their experience yep. as well. And you know what? They've got some really good ideas. Yeah. Can I tell you, some of the ideas the group has, yeah. they're out there. Exactly. Like, they are out there, some of these so ideas. So cool brands that I've seen. It is. The recent brands that are coming, so cool colors. Cool colors, cool brands, yeah, cool exactly. ideas, the you know. Um, you've got wine bottles and yeah. all sorts of different stuff coming in. McGill's. McGill's, man. <laughs> seriously. What is this guy on? Oh, <laughs> he's, he's drinking a lot of red wine. He's got some crazy <laughs> ass ideas. He's actually purchased a vineyard. I know. He's got two. <laughs> what are you talking about? Wow. <laughs> I hope he sends me a nice free bottle of wine. There you go. <laughs> I'm waiting for mine, Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, just to have the ability to have a conversation with some of these yeah. different people Correct. and just see what other areas and other yeah. markets are doing i believe is is far greater exactly. i think sometimes the franchise groups this is where like yeah. you didn't fit in i also didn't fit exactly. in because i just felt like i was a lion in a cage exactly because i also had some ideas i had some concepts correct and with those brands and things like that you can't they have certain this. letter fonts they have exactly. certain colors they have certain everything you can't change I, I don't fit into any of that exactly. i don't fit into the square box exactly yeah exactly um so i like things a little bit different and knowing that I've actually, yeah. one, done it, mm. and two, sort of achieving it, yeah. I believe, yeah, again, back to the father point yeah. of view, it's just an achievement for my, for for my kids. kids. Yeah. And that's why, exactly. I, that's why I do this, is I do this, and that's why I yeah. do commercial. Exactly. I like to spend time with my family. Exactly. I like to spend time with my kids. They're yeah. very demanding on their father. <laughs> exactly. Um, but that's, what I, that's why I enjoy it. I mean, with the kids, like we were talking about uh, initially, that we've got something for the kids to sort of look at. Further down look the track, on, yeah. yeah. When, when I had my first child, my daughter, um, I used to tell my wife she'll be the best real estate agent in the, year in the, in, in the, in the country. Yeah. Right? I mean, that was my excitement, right? Yes. But we, we've gone through some of the uh, family stuff, like from extended family side. That's why those pink bottles, that's, that represents um, that we, we support uh, females and we're Breast against cancer? domestic violence. Yeah, wow. That's, that's a message for that in, in pink. That's, that's fantastic. So we we're going to run some charity uh, for for females in 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 problems with domestic yep. violence. Yeah, good on you. And uh, we have one of my cousins. She's gone through some serious issues with her husband. Wow. Right. And until it happens to yourself or your family, totally, it's it's not a wake up call. You can support any any cause. Yeah. But until it's actually there, Till when it, I see it touches you, exactly, it's a different level again. When I different see some of the companies again. are doing auction charity auctions, for an example, and. Yep. Um, and uh, I never had that, that that vibe. That why? Yeah. Like possibly it's a marketing correct. thing, or perhaps yeah, this is correct. more of a PR yeah. thing. Until it touch, yeah. until it touches your heart. Exactly. It's a different scenario. And I saw yeah. that cousin of mine Good. beaten up. 
Yeah. Right? And I was helpless because it's, it, it happened in a different country, though. Yeah, okay. Right? Yep. You really want to be there. Yeah. But you can't. Yeah. Right? But then, of course, there's other people look after that, that issue. But then that happened because she didn't have anyone to talk to. Yeah. There was no, not much awareness. Yes. And some of the time it's become normal in different countries and different different cultures. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's of course not acceptable. It's not that everyone says, I, I like getting beaten up. Yes. But it's, yes, w- what else can I do? Yeah. Helplessness. Yeah. That's where we thought, now we'll definitely make my daughter, yeah. uh, as much as I want to, yeah. she would become a lawyer now. Ah, uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's also where I guess the groups helped and, and yeah. assisted with, you know, things like this yeah. that can then, exactly. you know, take you in other little yeah. directions but yeah exactly. having your child as a lawyer how good's that yeah <laughs> and um, at, at least there's, there's you, you got to have someone in your family uh, yes. this is my field um, again maybe it's more traditional thinking yep more of a cultural thing that you definitely need to have and the reason why that happened that thought came in because when they were trying to hire a lawyer overseas yep. for this issue yeah and i was trying to resonate with Clients hiring a real estate agent as well. Uh, okay. Very similar. Yes. Very similar. Yes. And they went through the lawyers who have got a big name in the in the city. Yeah. The best lawyers, the charge arm and a leg. Mm. And even someone who's a normal lawyer uh, or perhaps doesn't have a big brand or name <coughs> but is giving the same advice, they're still thinking to go with that person who's asking for more. Yeah. Exactly the same advice you're yeah. getting. Yeah. And then they've gone through a few different lawyers. Yeah. Over promising under deliver even though the person's up there in yes. in, in 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 brand or perception point of yeah. view. Yeah. Yeah, sure. The moment it's like some of the times real estate agents over promise a price. Yes. And that exactly when they were telling me this has happened I was like I was thinking mate real estate agents do the same thing. Yeah. They over promise a price yeah. and then they two weeks later they say we have to reduce the price. Yeah. And they've paid so much to that person yeah and then two weeks later that person coming back and say we may or may not have a chance for the custody of the kid yeah and before that ah there's no way they can take the custody of a child yeah i'll make sure I'll, i will make that happen okay <laughs> right <laughs> and then i was like we don't have anyone in our family who's a lawyer yeah okay so that's right if there was someone in your family you can look up like we have people working in different departments and different organizations yeah. different government departments you can take advice but when you are in that situation, you learn. Mm. And then I was like, okay, my my daughter will be a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> and she talks a lot. Yeah, okay, <laughs> right? there you go. So she can argue. <laughs> Back to the agents agency yeah. and, and EVU. Um, they have a, a, a very large platform yeah. that, that I'm aware of and you're aware yeah. of in the back end system, which provides a lot of exactly. education, uh, video, content, Training training exactly. which i believe a lot of um companies don't don't have they don't take don't you to have, bali or <laughs> don't <laughs> have, true don't have but uh people are unaware yeah. of the years not 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 just now but the years of content exactly. that's there exactly. and the help that is behind there so they can come in and see interviews from yourself Exactly. Myself, they have exactly. a hot seat thing. Yes. They have a bunch of different uh, training. How have you found some of that training it's has amazing. helped you for with your growth and things like that? A lot. Look, at the end of the day, the, the role play sessions. Yes. The training from Joel Hood and Jared Carmen. They're doing one currently? Yeah. 
Yes. Exactly. Like these are the two top agencies. In the, in you know. Yeah. Um, but well, they were both in Victoria yeah. at one stage. Now one's one decided to go back to my yeah, exactly. hometown. Hopefully he's got a job for me going soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So you got one from yeah. Queensland again. You know, exactly. he's brand new into the market. Exactly. And all of a sudden he is killing it. Like exactly. a lot of the agents within the agent's yeah. agency you could put on any Correct. top real estate exactly. uh, stage and yeah. easy hold their own, 100%. especially someone like yourself, man. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you could be on, you know, the number one agent because of the sum of the content that exactly. you have done um, within your social media, yeah. the way you operate, the way you get back to people. Yeah. Like you're learning from, you know, the best. Exactly. You know? And the other good thing, what I like about it, it's inspirational. Yeah. So... When I'm having an average day, I won't yeah. swear, when I'm having an average yeah. day, to actually look at some of the other content and, yeah. and be able to speak to people, Perfect. you know, there it you just helps you just oh, get, yes. get back up. Sometimes moral support is something that you're looking for. Yeah, totally. Or maybe subconsciously, you don't know, maybe yeah. you just need subconsciously yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, the moral support. You can pick up the phone. Many of the times when I was, I was in a dilemma, I'll pick up the phone and call Manas without even thinking I don't have an appointment. Yeah. I'll pick up the phone. If he doesn't answer, he'll call me back. That's right. right? Yeah. It's not that you have to go now. through. Yeah, you call him now, he'll answer. Um, it's not like you have to call, speak to a PA, and then the PA will book an appointment. No, and then, no. Yeah, most no. of the CEOs, they yeah, see the higher right. up. Yeah. And <clears throat> the, the, the amount of content, their, their business plan training has been adapted by different trainers who are training all the agents in the country. Oh, that's another level again, right? So we were just talking real estate yeah. content, right? Yeah. So... But then there's business content. Exactly. So that's something I guess a lot of um, agents yeah. don't understand is we understand how to sell a property. We know exactly. how to list a property. Exactly. We know how to put the board out. We know exactly. how to take the thing. If we know anything about business. Do we know about the business? Yeah. Let's be honest. Not yeah. really. Not really. So to be able to have the skill set yeah. of business people in there. Correct. That can give you the numbers. Exactly. And the Manos XLs because exactly. he's going to love that. The numbers, yeah. He'll <laughs> talk about the numbers. You ask talk something, about you numbers. have to be ready with the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be dreaming about yeah. numbers. But exactly. to have that ability, that skill set, that support, yeah. that backup, that is 100%. one of the things that also that, yeah. that helped me because get in. The thing is that if you're working with a larger franchisors, I'm calling them larger because that's a trend or tradition they call them. But realistically, realistically, if you think it's territory based, you own, you own probably an operation, not the brand. If you're working under you never a franchisor, no. So the good thing about this, I believe, to start with, is you have a brand. You have your own you brand. Have a name. Exactly. You can create the brand. You can create your colors. You've exactly. got something to aspire to. You got something to look up to. That's one. Exactly. So that's one. Yeah. And. Once you are part of a franchisee, yes, where you don't have your brand and you don't really need to do much. That's where that's why you pay a franchisee. Correct. That they run everything for you. They'll do all the branding. They'll do all the shop fittings. You don't have to sort of worry about it. Yeah. You and then you won't learn anything about how much. But you're paying extra for all those things. You're paying a lot more. Yeah. And it's your money that they're spending, <laughs> right? They're spending your money. Yeah. And they don't want you to organize anything. Yeah. Right? Yep. And I'm hearing you. <laughs> yeah. And, and thereafter, mm. if you are, if you leave the organization as a director and someone else, or they replace you, because as a franchisor, mm. they can replace you as a director. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I've seen it. Mm. And seeing is believing, and I believed it after I saw it. 
in Point Cook okay. where a brand was replaced. Yes. And eventually that person still, not many people know of that person with the brand. Or with the yeah. for, That's right. For himself. Yeah. They knew him from the brand. Yeah. The brands replace hands mm. or change hands. Well, come Point Cook, I can tell you now, everyone knows you, man. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen yeah. anyone market harder than you. Yeah. And, and you know, to see that from another point yeah. of view, it, it things, you know, work exactly. for you, don't always work for me. Exactly. Like, you know, I, I tried some of that in some of my initial things, yeah. but... My kids slammed me. Yeah, <laughs> they wow. went, Dad, <laughs> please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I learned <coughs> other bits and pieces. Don't get me wrong. Mm. I get told off as well. Oh, do you? Yeah. <laughs> but I do a stop? No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I came back yep. from uh, the videos yet to come out. Let's let's do a bit of promotion on that. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, there's an apartment building in the city. I saw this. Uh, jumping that in the water. Teaser in yeah. the water. I thought you were going to drown. <laughs> yeah, no, I knew swimming. I knew swimming, yeah. Okay. And when I came back, my wife saw me that I went in suit in the morning and I've come back in my track pants and sh- uh, t-shirt. Yeah. Like, you went for a property video. When did you join a gym? Because I was in my ah, gym gear. Ah, she's questioning Because I was, cause I, was <laughs> I, I changed because I was my, totally. my suit, I jumped yeah, in my suit. Wet. And I was like, <laughs> I jumped in the suit in a property video. She was lying on a sofa and she covered her head with the pillow. She's like, oh, my God, you make me so embarrassed sometimes <laughs> in, in a funny way. Yeah. She's like, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> like, I mean, she likes the way we, we do the things differently. Mm-hmm. But some of the times the things that she's like, oh, that makes me embarrassed in my front of my friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand. <laughs> I was yeah. like. I got teenagers. So. Yeah, I was like, you know what? Either <laughs> you do it or let me do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I guess the good thing about that is yeah. you can take parts of what you do. Exactly. Like, and then I can take it into something that yeah. I want to do. It, exactly. Or I can educate some of my staff. So I have some younger, you know, uh, very trendy yeah. kind of staff that yeah. have no socks and they're giving me yeah. no socks now. You should give <laughs> you know, them a socks. Yeah, I've got a sockless <laughs> so I feel naked. But anyway, <laughs> um, so they're trying to trend set me up and yeah. do things like that. And, you know, you don't see me in a suit. You see me yeah. in kind of a cool shirt yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, so yeah. I'm a bit more, you know, changing the image exactly. slightly. But I, I can show yeah. them some of your content yeah. and then they can take in some of their bits yeah. that they want in the content. Exactly. And then they can sort of make it their own. Yeah. So that's why we said originally going to be an agent just be yourself exactly so 100%. and and that's what i like um especially again with the group is all the agents are, are just themselves exactly if you're an agent out there and thinking to go on your own reach out you know, either to myself or robert we'll connect you with someone yeah yeah absolutely yeah. but um be right direction. For agents agency yeah, i think these so, guys are doing an amazing 100%. job the the growth that i've seen over the time that yeah. i i've been with them is is Exactly. tenfold yeah. um you know the, the quality of agency and agents that are coming Correct. on board um and to be able to deal with these people i've been around to yeah. a couple of their places they'll always open the door i've been to dinner with exactly with them we have group sessions together exactly. um i think we're all going to go to yeah. bali yeah. uh soon yes how exactly. good is that you know so a massive conference so they're yeah. having a conference in bali so yeah. to be able Absolutely. to go over there and and just exactly. socialize with these people um, just that, different environment. Totally different one. And the, and the previous, the last year we missed you because yeah. it was in, in Greece. Yes. And, and were you there? Oh, I, I went. And can I tell you, that was the best conference You didn't ever. come back for ages, I think. 
Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was enjoying myself too much. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and I was enjoying myself. But just to then after the conference, just go out and have dinner with yeah. a couple of different directors Correct. and so forth. Like my kids were like, where, where are you guys, you know, you ever yeah. coming home? <laughs> like, no, having too much fun. <laughs> How good is this? Um, but, yeah, so to come back, but yeah. you, I came back like a different person. Yeah. I came back so more refreshed. Exactly. Like I had to bring back the books and so forth, so yeah. extra luggage. But you just went through so many different things exactly and you know what it wasn't all about real estate exactly it was a bit about business it was a yeah. bit about all sorts of things exactly. it was a bit about personal stuff Correct. how to work with family yeah. um so it's 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 a whole package that i believe exactly and from what i've read so up critical. on the barley stuff it's very similar yeah. and some of the the lineup of speakers so that they have exactly. that i'm looking forward to oh, my staff are all going yes Let's we're going <laughs> <laughs> mate yeah. Again, thank you very much. Thank you so much for your time, Robert. Yes, thank you very much, Dad. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank Cheers. You. Bye. Let's go. Let's do it. Ugh. Thank you.